listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Allegiance to your flag Cause I can't find no reconciliation with your past When there was nothing equal for my people in your math You forced us in the ghetto And then you took our dads The belly of the beast These streets are demons' abs I'm telling you that setup in them sit-ups is so sad The system is a slab Corruption is the swanger Sitting high, riding dirty, drag racing in the danger And it's so clean, pine trees smelling good We work off in the trunk And niggas in the hood So I can't shed blood on any battlefield of yours I pray the ugly truth comes and shatters your decor And as it all falls down in tatters on the floor I shed tears, I don't know what really matters anymore Cause I don't know what really matters what they telling me aim it at your celebrity this is studio felony there would not be so many and cool enough for the 70s nigga payback's a bitch and bitch you've been living in debt with me hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house that's right guys as always we are in the house or the apartment um in the spare bedroom <laughs> yes sir putting out top quality podcasting you know it and uh it's just a normal thursday we don't have a guest today um Nothing special to say, nothing special to do. Uh, we just want to hang out with you guys and uh, talk talk some shit, you know. A lot of shit's been going down lately, and uh, I say we talk about it, Karen. Let's do this. Uh, of course, you can find this show a bunch of ways, the easiest of which being go to theblackouttips.com. If you're looking for other contact information, stuff you need to know about the show, all that stuff, theblackouttips.com slash about. I see, Karen. I'll uh, just get back in and I'll add you. Um, I don't know what vocal in my computer just ain't friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to uh, iTunes, leave us a five star review. Just search theblackouttips.com and um, add us up in there, man. It, it'll help us out uh, tremendously and uh, it makes us look good when you guys leave us five star reviews. And also, as a bonus, you can say anything you want to about the show. So you can tell us go fuck ourselves. You can say uh, I make seven times as much money as y'all. Y'all ain't shit. Whatever you want to say about us, 
I say say it there. And uh <laughs> it always always helps to show out uh that free promotion. Uh yes, sir. you guys are uh giving us that five star review. So uh make sure you guys are doing that. Um you can do stuff like email the show, the blackout tips at gmail dot com. Uh you can uh call the show, talk to us seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. That's seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Talk to us live when we do our feedback shows on Saturday or leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Um and when you're at the blackoutest.com, don't forget you can donate to the show. Mm-hmm. We really uh, encourage and appreciate the people that do that. We do. Uh, matter of fact, just got a new pop filter in the mail today. Woohoo! For that mic, because we got to have four mics now, because we're planning on having two guests at a time in the studio sometimes. Um, so, got that new pop filter, got the new mic on the way. You still got to get a new stand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ayo, 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 pop, pop, filter. Got it. Um, <laughs> you can also go to the store, buy stuff from there. Um, really easy. Um, and when you buy stuff, it, uh, it also helps out the show. Um, because we get a dollar for everything you, you buy, but it's also good promotion, good advertising, walking around with us on your chest, on your wrist, on your book bag, whatever you want to do. Uh, but you know, go to the gym, work out with us and, uh, Show people uh, how we get down. So thank you for the, the guys who take out the time to do that. We do. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, like our Tumblr. I, I restarted the Tumblr because apparently when you do a Tumblr, mm-hmm. whatever the first Tumblr you create, no matter how many subsequent Tumblrs you share on there, mm-hmm. the first Tumblr is the main Tumblr. So when I was following people back on Tumblr, it was saying booty pics and jokes is now following you. <laughs> Now, why that is hilarious. <laughs> People was like, what's, what's really going on here, yeah, sir? That is not very professional. So I switched it up. Oh, so you so, had to make it his own separate. Yeah. If you're following the blackout tips on Tumblr right now, uh, y- you're not anymore. You, this is brand new Tumblr. So, uh, you have to actually go and, um, find it again. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, then, um, but it's still the same, the blackouttips.tumblr.com, but okay. you just gotta go find it again. Okay. So that should take care of it. Okay. All right. Um, let's see what else I gotta tell these people. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in DAT. And the show Twitter is at TBGWT. And, uh, we appreciate the people that take time out to do that. Um, even the people that just add us to talk shit and the people that can't has to block, whatever. Just oh, go yeah. ahead and, you know, go ahead and uh, continue to, 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 to interact with us on there. We appreciate it. We don't mind even if I can't see you. Yeah, even if she can't see you because you've been blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, not that anybody would care about getting blocked. Mm-mm. It's funny how people will say they don't care about getting blocked, and then you look in their timeline, and there's a whole bunch of tweets to you like, Nigga, I don't care that you blocked me. Ah, please love me. Take me back. <laughs> like, Shut the fuck up. Um, you can also do stuff like, um, you know, like our Facebook page. I don't think I said that. And like us on Stitcher and Podomatic, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. It's a fun game that they play down here in the loo. I know. Right. Um, fun to play. Easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, make sure you guys, uh, are doing all that stuff now let's do some podcasting because 
We don't have a guest, so we can get no, right into it. No, we don't. But I, one thing I wanted to say uh, mm-hmm. before you move on. Go ahead, man. For all the fans out there, if you're on Stitcher, and even if you're not on Stitcher, go to Stitcher.com. But if you are on Stitcher, please go to Stitcher, and you can nominate us, y'all, in Stitcher. And they have multiple categories. You can vote every day. Uh, multiple categories once a day in that particular category. They got comedy and they, they list all the different categories. Uh, shit, vote, vote, put us on every single one of them. I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I just, I just want you guys to go out and vote for us. Uh, and it's for two weeks. So it's until October the 19th. So we thank everybody in advance for going and voting for us. Cool. So yeah, go vote for us, man. We've been nominated on Stitcher. We already got the link on the Facebook page and Google Plus page and Twitter. Like, it's all all our social media. We're using it to get the word out. Yeah. A few people have already vo- for, nominated us. Yeah. Basically, all you have to do is just nominate us for, like, comedy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And let's just see if maybe we can just get a nomination. That would be cool, even if we don't win anything. Yes, sir. Uh, but, yeah, that would be dope, man. So uh, anything you guys can do to help us. Nominate us on yeah. for a Stitcher Podcast and, Award, and we love you. And I want, and I'm just want to read it. Um, tell everybody you don't have to be a part of Stitcher to vote. So just so yeah. you know, like I think all you have to really do is like them on Facebook, yep. and then it takes it takes you right to the poll. And everybody's got a Facebook page. Like that shit's a prerequisite. Yep. All right, Karen, you still restarting your thing? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Let me do these sponsors real quick. Knock these out before we get into the show. Um. Today's podcast is sponsored by the short film In the Goodbye, starring <laughs> Alexa Yings. Your radio voice there, don't you? And Vanelle. So famous and beautiful, she only goes by one name. She's an artist. Yes, like, that's what they do, one name. Like Ture or Prince or Madonna. I don't know about Ture, but the rest of them, yeah. Well, she has acting range and she, Good. she already has the ego. She said, I don't need a last name. I'm dropping that shit, son. Ah. I'm going to blow up. Nobody can tell me shit. Oh, I know so. One name, you special. Uh, it's just seven dollars for a DVD, which includes shipping. Mm-hmm. Where else are you gonna pay seven dollars for something and get the free shipping? Mm, not too many places. Mm-hmm. Only this and AdamandEve.com. I know so. Or f- you can also pay four dollars and get a digital download, which you can watch immediately. The DVD comes with five, count them, five audio commentaries. Interviews, behind the scene footage, and of course bloopers. That's right. Who knows what I watched uh, one movie that Dexter did, and uh, I watched we watched the blooper reel afterwards. And there was a scene that uh, in the movie, you know, it's pretty good. It's about like a sword and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a more serious type of scene, even though it's a comedy. But then you watch the blooper reel and how many times they had to do that fucking scene because they kept fucking it up. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so hilarious, man. We were rolling uh, after the credits, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure whatever bloopers and outtakes they have are going to be hilarious anyway. Uh, they, yes, De- sir. Dexter runs a fun set. like so, He does. They Yes. And he really doesn't, like, kill you for fucking up, you know, like. And uh, it lets you experiment and kind of get the best out of what you do. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure that if he had the audio bloopers for some of the um, podcast, some of the uh, audio plays that we've done, he probably like that shit would crack y'all up just because yes. of what oh. doesn't get there. And I what, know so. Like what gets fucked up, shit like that. You guys would be dying at some of that, man. I wonder what he does with all that. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, he probably could make like two hours out of just Karen reading the line and going, fuck. Yeah, y'all know, right? 
well maybe you need to look at the uh, fuck like all right yes calm down karen yes uh you've heard ryan and karen talk about this movie so watch it for yourself that's right we thought it was very good actually better upon rewatch mm-hmm. not very much shit you can say about that uh, mm-hmm. in independent media man i know so um anything with rewatchability you know that's something that's well written well done and uh yeah second time around i got more of it so uh go to shadowdogproductions.com slash itg.html the link is already on the blackout tip so you put if you either search shadow Dog productions you can search sponsors you can search uh in the goodbye mm-hmm. all of these things will bring up this uh promo so make sure you guys go out and do that it's only seven dollars or four dollars um depending on which version you get get your copy today please all right now of course you got to get sexy on them too so let me find some sexy music um uh, oh, okay karen i'm adding you back now all right Woo-hoo! can't can't do sexy music without karen on on the vocal screen all right here we go <laughs> yeah. No lights. No, he was white, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta be white with a mic, can in the nineties, fellas and ladies. Are you still down to spice things up in the bedroom? Are you still down? Well, you should be, cause it's all right, baby. <laughs> if you've been fantasizing about staring in your lover's eyes mm-hmm. and seeing that they want you yes by the that look in your eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> well then it's time to I surprise them down for the girl with an adventurous new tour mm-hmm. or adult movie yeah so go get your rabbit you don't want out and look at him to say i still down it's time for <laughs> and it's not gonna be down it's time for a new one it's time to upgrade you yes you said that to the new one yeah so you know, take it. You get you a new adventurous toy or something like that, and take your body on that adventure. Your body is a wonderland after all, people. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Well, there's an offer that we have here that I don't think anyone in their right mind could turn down, Mm-mm. unless you're some type of fool or, <laughs> or or maybe you don't have genitalia like Barbie and Ken. Like I don't know why you wouldn't treat yourself. It's your I don't v- know. I still made them fuck even though they didn't have genitalia. It's your vagina. Do what you will. <laughs> You made your Barbies, you made your Barbie and Ken have sex? Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people did. Yeah, I did. They never will admit that shit, but I know I did. I used to take their clothes off and everything. I did that with my G.I. Joes. Let me just tell you, Lady J gets <laughs> around. She gets around? Men and women. Oh, yeah. oh, she was bisexual. Oh, yeah. She was doing jinx and snake eyes. <laughs> she liked ninjas. So. Yeah, ninjas sneak up on her. Quite a whore, if you will. <laughs> But uh yeah, she was a freak. And then one time she gave uh Duke the clap. It was it was a lot of stuff going on with my G.I. Joe's. <laughs> Go to Adam and Eve. Go to AdamandEve.com. I ain't never seen that version. Go to AdamandEve.com for a limited time only. You get fifty percent off of just about any item. Yes. But shit, shit, uh they need to be uh get a G.I. Joe then. G.I. Joe need to hook up with them. I'm sure they have dolls you can have sex with. But that's not all. Mm-mm. Oh, they probably yes they do. When you're a special person like Mega Man X, you can get beads and stuff that go inside of you. Yes. Don't be ashamed, Mega Man yes. X. Free yourself. But you can select your one item for 50% off. That is twice the amount of beads, Mega yes. Man. Yes. And you also get three free adult DVDs. 
of slow motion white people having sex. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're not white people that call people nigga like Mega Man X does on Twitter. No. For a little bit of inspiration plus a free extra gift that is so sensual. How sensual? I can't tell you what it is on the radio. It will violate the First Amendment. <laughs> top it all off. Can't be doing that. We will also throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, they are not lying like Mega Man X does about being a lawyer. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special order. Get 50% off. That is half, which is less than the amount of money I make compared to Mega Man X, according to him, who is a lawyer that is a white dude that calls people nigga on Twitter. When you put in the code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout, and when you do, you get three free adult DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. It's not a lie. It is the truth. Yes. Unlike some people that go on podcasts and say that they know stuff about the Trayvon Martin case and George Zimmerman, and then later go on Twitter, pop shit, and apologize. I got my researches on you, nigga. <laughs> Deidre drop bombs on them. That's that's shout out to Deidre. So you also get free shipping. Make sure you use the offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Make sure you guys treat your penises and vaginas out there. And titties. Get you some nipple clamps or something. Uh, speaking of um, Manga Man X, mm-hmm. that was that dude I was talking about. I couldn't remember his Twitter hand, handle. Um, Cause like they switch something on my Twitter app where it shows like your name instead of your I app. Oh, I don't know so, why they do that. It's confusing at times. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name, but it's Manga Man X, and uh, he was the one that we were talking about when I was uh, talking about that crazy woman mm-hmm. who didn't know what the fuck the First Amendment was and said I violated her First Amendment rights when I told her to shut up on Twitter. Cause you know I'm an entity of government. And you know, yes, you are, sir. They made an amendment about Twitter. You know, the founding fathers were just so, so smart. You know, the government they 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 couldn't think of everything. So then later on, the government said we need to make some amendments to this, and they started coming up with these amendments. And one of them was you can't tell people shut up on Twitter. You know, or else that's before the Twitter even got exi- existed. Okay. Yeah. So shit before shit before power. Yeah. So <laughs> th- you know, I was talking to this chick, and uh, she. Clearly, you know, I'll give her her props because she knew she was wrong and stupid and later went and deleted all those tweets, which I'm really glad I saved those tweets. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she wouldn't be able to get them. Yeah, she went and deleted them because she was so fucking dumb that she was like, oh, my God, I wish I never said this. And this was her way of showing the world that uh, I shouldn't have said this shit. And I said, good, you learn and you have passed my test. So we can be friends now. <laughs> but she had blocked me by then. So it was, it was like oh, too late. So, um, this Mega Man X dude, like, I've been saying for a while, like, this dude's fucking insane. Like, he's, and then, I mean, it's the good kind of crazy at first, you know, but crazy to me is just a turn off, period. Like, it's, like, it's just one of my things, man. Like, there's a certain type of unpredictability mm-hmm. with, with certain, with certain types of crazy where it's like, dude, you're not a good person and I, and you're unpredictable. So stay away from me. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people where it's like, you're a good person down, you know, inside, I know you're crazy, but I know you're a good person. You don't mean nothing by it. And I can fuck with you. You can be in my life. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? You're not trying to hurt nobody, but Mm -mm. then that's like that, that type of person that they think they're smarter and better than you. Mm -hmm. So they say crazy shit and just think that it's over your head, but you see it. 
Mm-hmm. And most people just decide to turn the other way because they don't feel like dealing with this shit. They're just like, yeah, I got a crazy radar on it. But do, 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 do. Oh, crazy. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. And like he would do this thing where he would like uh, mention people on Twitter, but the people aren't involved in whatever the fuck he's talking about. And he and I used to didn't know that. But then he started doing it to us. Like, yeah and I, I don't like to be randomly put in conversations and i don't even know what's going on yeah it's like he'll just hit you up like yeah like i was telling my nigga insanity check uh pop pop and you're like what the fuck are you talking yes. about yes and it's okay if it's something we joked about or you just bringing me right. in but some random conversation that has nothing yeah, to do with me yeah this this doesn't this doesn't stem from any conversation we had on the show okay this is no i never interact with this dude on twitter like these are completely random conversations like, in his mind in his mind we are friends okay yeah so like in his mind he's like this is my friend rod and i'm talking to him it's like no nigga we're not friends like there's a slow gradual process you know and you can't just be all up in my timeline talking crazy and shit you know Mm -hmm. but i ignored him for the most part but uh i decided to stop doing that to people because fuck them it's my Twitter, and I get to do what I want to. I know it's so. so. And I control my Twitter, and I can deal with who I want to, when I want to, how I want to. Shit, I have to put it with people's bullshit in real life at work and shit, so I'm not going to put it with it on in fake world Twitter. No. Yeah. You already went and blocked this bitch-ass nigga, right? Immediately. Mistaken. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was like, who are you, what you want? You spam block. Yeah. So, like, um, I guess he was um trying to, like, I guess he finally got to the... uh to the episode or whatever right um and 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 i I started tweeting about it right and i'm just looking at some of his tweets on his page right now uh and it's you know tweets of a crazy person some nights i have dreams where i can actually draw well then i wake up and realize my hands are stupid when touching paper oh what is that like a fucking haiku i guess so do i need to snap my fingers (laughs) right um so yeah, man. Um, he 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 was on. I guess he heard the episode. So he hit up some dude named King Ice or something. Mm-hmm. And you know it's all spelled wrong and shit. Like it's all like numbers instead of letters and shit like that. And you go look at King Ice's page and it's all King Ice like the YouTube video. King Ice like the YouTube video. Like you know, it, I don't know what King Ice's relationship is with this dude, but I'm imagining he's doing the same shit he used to do to us, where he's hitting this dude up and he don't know what the fuck out this the dude's blue. talking about yeah so he's like hey king ice according to rodimus prime i'm crazy and the sky is fucking blue the pot calling the cauldron black block me i never gave a shit tongue face keep in mind i have not blocked this dude i was no. joking no like i know you blocked him. i didn't mm-hmm. block him like, yeah I, I don't mind him talking and i know his feelings are hurt and i knew they would be hurt and yeah. i knew yeah roger probably still ain't block you but. yeah i knew he would need someone to talk to Cause you know it's a lot of emotions to go through when you're a chronic liar and somebody's calling you out in front of everybody. And most people, you used to most people just going, "Yeah, that dude's crazy," and not and saying walking shit to away. You. Yes. So he said, "All I th- thought during the episode First Amendment was, and then a link to some picture or some shit that I don't give a fuck about, so I didn't click on it." Um, then he said, "Keep in mind, this King Ice dude has not said a word yet; hasn't responded to any of this." <laughs> Right. Mention full of shit that he don't give a fuck about. Yeah, anyway. uh, yes. He says, then he was trying he was all trying to downplay my name like it don't matter. You already mentioned it on the show. Go all in. It's like, no, I was downplaying your name because I don't cause it don't matter. Like that it wasn't trying. I couldn't remember sometimes. Not you're not a very important person to me. 
Um, so he didn't say, I love the blackout tips. First amendment. It was like, sweet honey, keep mentioning me on the show. I'm crazy. Right. Go on. So that's when, you know, he's really getting crazy because he's trying to turn it into like, I'm not hurt. I'm, I'm happy. It was like, well, you seem hurt. You seem hurt, sir. So I love it when people who make less than half than me annually call me a dumbass. Yeah, I must be doing something wrong. Tonguey face. Now, let's keep it honest, y'all. One, this nigga ain't got no job. Right? What lawyer do you know that don't know the First Amendment? Think about that. Right. Um, But then, second of all, like, uh, I, I never... I never understood how people think that making a lot of money means you're not dumb. I know it's a lot of stupid people with a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Talk people. to Lil Wayne. Right. That didn't mean shit to me. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I don't know. uh, I like, but he must be smart. He figured out exactly how much I make. So, uh, I gotta give him props for that. And I told him, look, man, hey, you make that much money and hey, you want me to shut up. You want to prove me wrong. Put a thousand dollars in donations to the show. I, I, I said this an hour ago and you have 10 minutes and you put a thousand dollars in our paypal and not only will i shut up i will apologize to you live on the air i know it's so i should i'll unblock you for that yeah obviously i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about you are the smartest man in the world and everything you say is right and you never lied on that podcast with indifference hmm? oh you didn't think i knew nigga so i was like uh yeah do that that was two hours ago uh no response he hasn't tweeted since then because he knew what the fuck was up. So anyway, he said, anyway, I thought you would enjoy it. It's butthurt hour for Rod. Hilarious black man ratchet minute. And I think we spent about two minutes talking about that last time about his part. Uh, and it doesn't take long to say somebody's a dumbass, but just in case we wanted to keep up with it. There you go. Uh, this dumbass is still talking shit. So <laughs> see you next week. Dumbass. When you listen to the podcast that you think you're smarter than next week, like a little bitch in my arms. Cause I control you. All right. <laughs> and you better tweet about it too. When you listen to this shit, manga man X, I, I want to see some tweets. Don't you bitch out on me. Um, speaking of podcasts, mm-hmm. I was listening to black, sexy, geeky and mental. And her last episode was so cute. Amber, yes. She did a tribute to us. Which was hilarious. Firestarter.com podcast and Chonilla.com. Yes. And I even want, I think she threw in a little bit of, uh, girl on, uh, girl on guy. guy. Mm-hmm. Cause she did a, uh, apology at the end, which, um, uh, uh, what's her name always does? God, I can't remember. Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Uh, always does so um yeah i just wanted to say man uh thank you that was that was that was that was yes. funny that was funny it was cute um and it was it was weird listening to somebody do our podcast like us yeah and it was even hilarious as a joke, you know? yes but uh we were in the car listening to it while we were shopping like oh my god this is hilarious yes we so, both were just busting out laughing so i wanted to so give her a special we, shout out thank you and we want you to know it's a thing yeah it is it is a thing and uh i think it's two hours and nine minute uh inside joke is the name of the title of it so um make sure you guys go check it out man please go check her out y'all if you're a fan of those three shows um and she did something that i've always uh liked uh or always wanted to see somebody do is um the black women put on notice uh and it was actually positive Cause you know, like as much as I love the Hot Five Starter podcast, that's the one part where I'm like, 
here we go again. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I'll laugh, but I'll be like, man, this is fucked up. Like, we always got to have some black women need some help with the loving and <laughs> relationships and all this shit every time. It's like, you know, like, it, it's like six buttons and a, and a suit from Steve Harvey advice. <laughs> it's like, God damn, can black women just cook? You're not going to fuck them all anyway. Good luck, ladies. I know it's so. You know, but, uh, you know, when I go on there as a guest, I would always try to bring my own, like, married white men put on notice or some, you know, some abstract, like, ridiculous group that never gets advice. But, um, yeah, so, but she did that and I thought that was, uh, so cute. So thank you very much, Amber. Yes. Um, also in the last couple of days, I watched the ESPN documentary Broke. Yeah, I heard it in the background as I was cooking. Yeah, yeah, like a like a black woman should. Single black woman, you've been put on notice. Yes, you have. Get your ass in the kitchen and cook. <laughs> Take your shoes off. Single black women, you have been put on notice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I watched the documentary, bro. Karen kind of listened to it. Yes. On ESPN. It's one of the 30 for 30 series. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of those have been very good. Yeah, they, they've been excellent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they have. And uh, this one was about athletes that go broke. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was very intriguing. Um, to me, it was educational mm-hmm. um, because not only is it educational to me, a lot of things that I already had an idea, I was like, okay, that shit is true. Mm-hmm. You know. Like what? Like when these dudes get all this money, I'm like – you're, you're giving a young person, a lot of times, what, 22, 23-year-old, you're giving them a lot of money instantly. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of them, they don't know nothing about financial advisors. They don't know nothing about stocks and bonds. They, you know, they, they don't know anything about investing. You know, when you're that young, you think you're going to live forever. Right. And one thing that they said, and this is why I believe that all athletes, especially um, if you're going to get paid for it, should be paid. They're reversing most people. They get their money younger, and that five, ten, fifteen, have a million dollars got to last you for the rest of your life. For the average person, the older you get, the more money you end up making as you get older on the average. Yeah. And a lot of times, your money can stretch. You know, your money stretches further just naturally. And so, to me, um, pay them. And a lot of people have this myth that, uh, especially football players, they have this myth that they get that hundred and nine, two thousand million dollar bonus. Nah, nigga, they get that ten million dollar signing bonus. That's it. Well, that- I've always said that players do themselves a disservice with the whole idea of flossing their contracts. And it's one of the main PR mistakes that, uh, athletes have made over the years, especially NFL athletes. Uh, because they like to flash that number and say, I'm a hundred million dollar man, I'm a hundred twenty million dollar, knowing that they will never see all of that money. No, they will when, not. When the many, many times, like 50% of their contract is backloaded in the last couple of years when they're, when you're apt to get cut and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And, uh, you know, hidden roster bonuses and like mm-hmm. all these things in a, uh, you know, in a, in an industry where the average career is about three years. So. Yes. You know, the chances are you're never going to see that money. No, you're not. Just playing the odds. So it's just one of those weird things where they don't understand they're doing themselves a disservice by trying to say they're pumping up money. Because when you do have things like a lockout, 
people remember the how much the players make. They never remember how much the owners make because the owners, as much as they have more money, they don't floss it in the same type of brag, bragging way and the same way that uh, the average fan will see and be upset by. So that like an owner hopping into a private plane is not as big a deal as a player hopping into a Maybach because the optic the optics on it are just way different. It's a young yeah. black man hopping into a, a a luxury car is different than an owner in a suit hopping off a private plane, even though one is way more money. Yes, than the other. yes, it is, and and I and I think the way that um and I guess I'm just different. I I, I obviously I, I always have a tendency to look at it from the player's perspective. Why? Because I'm a fucking worker. I work. Right. So I understand the concept. I don't make the money. The man that makes the money is the person whose signature is at the bottom of the check. You yeah. know, on the front side. Not me signing on the back side, him on the front. Right. That's the person that makes the money. And it's amazing how when it comes to sports, uh, for some reason, people get stupid and want to uh, want to blame the uh, players like they don't understand the concept of managers and supervisors screwing them over at their job. They, they act like that. They, that's just not reasonable once you get to a certain tax bracket or make so much money. And as far as I'm concerned, it really irritates me when people do that because for some reason people have it in their mind across the board that once you get to a certain amount of money, especially athletes, they want to strip you of your humanity. They want to be of your common sense. They act like you're supposed to take that paycheck and shut the fuck up and you're not supposed to have complaints and you're not supposed to, you know, see things wrong with your working environment and none of that stuff because of the things that they would do. But guess what? You're not there. Why? Because you can't do what they do. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's one of the reasons that I don't really, watch uh a lot of these documentaries because i get like i wasn't gonna watch broke because i figured that a lot of people were gonna be partying off of the fact that these dudes went broke and they were gonna basically be picking on these athletes and making jokes about you know these young black men coming into money and not even thinking about um why people lose money like more just a way to feel like you're better than somebody else um and not to see how systematically uh, it's designed to strip the money off of these dudes. Yes, it is. As they go through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I almost didn't watch it, but, um, the actual documentary, which is by the same guy who made Cocaine Cowboys is a great documentary. Um, it was actually really well done. It wasn't, I didn't feel that it was picking on athletes. I didn't feel like, it, I felt like it was, uh, somewhat sympathetic. It was mm-hmm. very, uh, explanatory. Yes, and, it was. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, like, uh, the, I would just go down some things that I noticed while I was watching it, uh, cause I was tweeting about it and stuff. Um, but like, you know, and I, and I was noticing like the Twitter response to some of it. And, uh, the guy who actually did the documentary, I forget his name, but, uh, like Billy Corbin, I think. Like, I was looking at his Twitter timeline and it's sad because like, he made one type of documentary, but then his Twitter timeline was advertising it like, and Antoine Walker had this much money, and now he's broke. Look at him. It's like, but that's not what your documentary is really about. It's mm-hmm. not just d- disasterbation over these dudes having more money than you. you I know, know it's so. Like, just meet people. Um, so, uh, you know, I, someone was talking about how, like, oh, you know, these these guys are only 20, and it's like they won the lotto. And I was like, I really hate when big sports contracts are compared to winning the lotto. I, they, people worked. They worked. Right. But a lot of it, lot, 
And it frustrates me. Some of these kids literally have been groomed since they had a fucking basketball or football or baseball or whatever in their hands. Like a lot of them have been groomed. They've hours at AAU, hours of practice, hours in college, you know, and people want to act like, especially the larger universities, even if fucking even at, even at small universities, a lot of times they act like the athletes, um, college experiences like yours. No, it's not. I didn't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and go for a run. My, my schedule wasn't, tight they didn't you know i could have my classes anytime i wanted to i didn't have curfew and all these other things yeah. that go along with athletes yeah so um that was one thing i hate i just hate when people do that yes because it's not saying they worked for it exactly um and then uh the other thing is uh the, i like that they brought up the point that most people aren't prepared for that type of money at no. that age like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are how fucking smart you think you are what race you are like no one's really prepared for you know Fifty million dollars when they're twenty one or some shit like nope. that. Nope. Like you're gonna do some dumb shit with it. Yes, you are. Um, and uh, you know, I, and I was saying like one thing I noticed is, you know, the, the, with the condescending attitude most people have about how players lose their money, a lot of their money was lost in like investments, mm-hmm. trusting people that family. Yeah, yeah, obviously family and stuff, but like. People that you're supposed to be able to trust, and I and I'm not I'm saying even business wise. Yes, I'm not talking about posses and entourages, Mm-mm. but like Mm-mm. literally, people are like, okay, I'm going to invest in real estate with this guy. Uh, I've, I've checked them out. Everybody else is recommending me and all this stuff, and then they get taken by these guys, and because they're so prideful, a lot of times they don't tell people that somebody took money from them because and go get their money back. Well, even oh, sue. most of the time you can't get your money back. Okay. This is not that kind of like, Oh, the, the okay. best kind of hustle is one that it don't matter if you sue me. I don't, you're not going to get your money back. Oh, okay. You okay. Know, I invested yeah. into this land. You lost your investment. No court can make me fucking pay you back. You lost your investment. That's true. You know, I was wrong. Now, if I found a way to funnel the money out of that too bad, like the money is gone yeah, now and legally I look smart. It's to me it's like Stringer Bell going downtown fucking with Clay Davis and getting ran for his pockets. Like you you think you're you think you're smart, you think it's one way, but it's the other way. When you get your ass down there and you realize this game that they're playing is completely different. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because the, the the advice that they had by the end was like literally take your money, put it in the bank. Now yes. now now hold on now, because you're gonna you're about to say, Yeah, that sounds smart. That is not traditionally how they tell people with money to protect their money, Karen. Oh, what they tell them to do? They tell you to take your money and invest it in stuff. Put it in the stock market. Put it in, you know, private businesses. You know, look at Magic Johnson, some yeah. of the businesses. Like, they tell you, like, oh, you want to be you rich, but you want to be mega rich. Do what Ma- Magic Johnson did. Invest in this thing. And so people come to you with these different projects, and that's where you really get. That's how you take rich and turn into wealthy, right? True. But... They like and and it's like oh you put it in the in the stock market you get such a, a return on your investment you get this they they were literally like you are better off putting it in the bank and getting ten percent interest than actually going and, and investing in a business invest investing with a friend investing with uh, someone who's a professional because so often these dudes can't be trusted and you will lose your money that it's like gambling your money. 
True. And the way some of them sound like they, and it was amazing to hear the stories of how what 60, 70% of that stuff fails and most of them never get their money back. They never see a dime. And it was yeah. amazing how one dude was like, yeah, or one of his like good friends, he was like, yeah, we're going to do a thing for like $30,000. He wrote him a check. He never seen him or his money again. Yeah. And then like, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, that's part of, that was the part that intrigued me the most though, because it's just something you never really hear covered because most of the time we're too busy just talking about the dumb shit that the athletes do where it's like i had a boy and he wanted to go into the music business so i loaned him fifty thousand dollars and then you go that's why you lost all that money it's like well actually of fifty fifty thousand dollars of a hundred million dollars or whatever the fuck forty million dollars whatever amount you got Mm -hmm. that's not what killed you Mm -hmm. that like let's be honest that's not what actually killed you what killed you was when you decided to give millions to somebody yeah. and came back to check your bank account and it was zero. That's what kills you. Yeah. But we like to get caught up in the stories of, and then he bought everybody some chains, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was part of it. Another thing I noticed too is it felt like even with all of this being about a documentary about how people were broke, the athletes still sounded like they were bragging a little bit. And that's a mentality thing. Yes, I believe that. And you can't solve for that. Like, keeping up with the Joneses, they called it, like, trying to ball like the next dude is balling and overspending and all this that's stuff. That's real stuff. Which and a lot of Americans do, everybody. If, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah I mean, just, a, just mm-hmm. go ahead. Just, just period. And also, also, I think, too, all jokes aside, you can't be an athlete without some form of an ego. You just can't. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, that's and, the way I look at it. And you're going to be naturally competitive. Yes, so, yeah, you have a lot of that keeping up with the Joneses shit that's killing people off because, you know, you're doing stuff like buying a house that you can't possibly afford the second you get injured or lose your income. And the average athlete is losing their income at the latest, maybe 35, mm-hmm. 40 if you're really, really fucking lucky. Like, you are losing your ability to make money for the rest of your life unless you are playing for the next stage and whatever that is you're probably not making as much money as you were so like Mm -hmm. you know buying a house and you know taking out this long-term mortgage is ridiculous or balloon payments like all that stuff is going to kill you in the end because it's contrary to what you really can afford but Mm -hmm. it looks better so you had a lot of dudes doing shit like that um like andre rosin just looked like he was on there just to still be flossing like, still talking about, like, even though he's declared bankruptcy, he still had a lot of stories about everything he's had. And then kind of, like, at the end, he ended it on some, like, my, I had a teacher tell me that one day he was going to pull up and make me wash my wash his car if I wasn't getting my stuff together. Ha-ha, <laughs> I ain't going to never be washing no cars or something like that. You're like, dude, you want a documentary about how you lost all your money. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why are you still, like, like... Is that winning? He was like, as long as I ain't washing cars. And, uh, and, 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 and that's a pretty low bar. Yes, that is. <laughs> I'm just but, saying. And, and the thing is that when a lot of them filed bankruptcy, now some of them are actually broke, broke, like broke, 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 broke. Yeah, but right. some of them are like broke, broke, like I don't got what I used to have, but I'm not going to be homeless. Yeah. Another thing I noticed, they kept showing pictures of young Kobe Bryant, like in cars, flossing. Mm-hmm. The fuck Kobe got to do with uh, something about being broke? No, he never filed bankruptcy. And then somebody tried to be like, well, you know, uh, they're just showing a lot of the star athletes. No, they're not. They actually weren't. Like, I, they weren't showing, like, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Like, they weren't yeah. showing, you know, they weren't just showing random, like, 
people that ain't broke but 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 but, but happen to be good at their sport i didn't see a rod on there no there was i don't know what the fuck that was kind of weird like some of the choices they made with the editing and stuff um i also found it weird bernie kozar and this got overlooked in the documentary like bernie kozar like his father basically ripped him off and his wife took half and all this stuff but there was a part where he was saying that you know in his household as a kid he had to go get the beer for his father in a certain amount of time or he would get hit with a belt damn and i was like how y'all just gonna skip over that more of that story please like that that ain't right like you pops an alcoholic and you getting beaten for nothing for like not getting a beer fast enough and they had i don't know which dude it was they had one dude um was saying that he knew a a, one another athlete that uh wasn't given to his family and things like that that and said his mother actually said well since you're not helping us you're not giving us here's a fifty thousand dollar bill for me raising you Mm, crazy yeah the family and the friends really was a big part of it too like a lot of entourages a lot of people like and the thing is man there was a certain level where having an entourage isn't really about friendship anymore no it's not it's also a status symbol Mm -hmm. and it was very ironic because the day i was watching broke was the day after i just talked to my boy at the basketball court and he was bragging that he went out with a a, a nfl player a panthers player to dale frisco's monday night and they had a two thousand dollar bill like him and a couple other people and i was like that is crazy that this came on the day after that i heard that because that was one of the main things they said was killing people was like there were dudes that were legit spending eight thousand dollars to go out to dinner with their entourage uh on a on a regular basis and it was like you know you multiply that shit out by a year and you spent some money yeah like you're giving up a hundred thousand dollars of your salary just on some eating just don't eat and like just this just shit like that where it's just like you know you you need a money manager and then also what was funny is like you know that people forget college is about keeping the kids away from money of course so so like when it's, it's actually asinine to expect these dudes to have financial uh uh wherewithal to really navigate around a bunch of money that they're now responsible for when their entire life has been told they've been told stay away from anyone with money stay yeah. away from anyone trying to help you, you get money like, stay away from anybody trying to tell you how to manage yeah, your money. everything is NCA fine right no professionals can be around you it's it's kind of like pimping where it's like i keep them broke of course bitch, bitch get some money she lose her mind like that's that's kind of how they are with these athletes where it's like they, of course these dudes will go broke if it's just like no 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 okay here's a ton of money you know <laughs> like here's no money no money no money you didn't grow up around money okay here's a bunch of money and immediately the fucking like vultures swoop in to find a way to separate you from it of course you know and you know and this like it was just sad to a degree too listening to people talk about like getting chains getting a car because it was like this compulsion where they're just like oh man you got to get the car you got to get like one dude said he he lost his um job as a player mm-hmm. like he got he got like an injury settlement it was sixty thousand dollars right mm-hmm. ten ten percent of that went to like his baby's mother for child support mm-hmm. so he now he has fifty thousand dollars right mm-hmm. and this is remember this is his injury is probably the end of his career this is supposed to last him for a while he was like yeah but the new Hummer came out so I went and bought one. 
$50,000 car, $54,000, something like that. So, like, you go, all that money, you give your baby mama 60, uh, six, six grand, and then you spend the other 54000 on a Hummer. Wow. With your last check. Like, this, it's a mentality, man. Like, like I said, it, even in that moment, it still feels like they're kind of bragging about, like, hey, but I had it. You know what I mean? True. And then the, True. the other thing, and I'll, I'll kind of get off of this, but uh, the other thing I thought was interesting, uh, they had a segment on women. Yes. Because I really wanted to hear that. That was interesting. Yeah, and they had, there was something called BallerAlert.com. Yes. And, uh, yeah. BallerAlert with no joke. One, one lady came on in, she was basically saying when they had athletes roll in there, yeah. She said within within minutes, she said there will be thousands of women swarming the club. Two thousand. She said that what happens is you sign up on this account on this ballalert.com if you're of one of these female groupie women that are looking to, you know, trap, get with, marry, and get impregnated by an athlete. Mm-hmm. And you get an alert when they say like, Hey, I'm going to the club. They send a text out. A mass text to these women. Mass. Like, hey, so-and-so is going to be at this club in an hour. Get there. And all these women show up, like, dressed to fuck. Like, and I was like, you know what? After this, I really can't blame these athletes, man. Because if every time I left the house, 2,000 women were showing up to fuck me, it's impossible. I don't know how the fuck you don't come home with somebody pregnant. It's like, yeah, I went went to the store, baby. Uh, Got two people pregnant. (laughs) Ah! Sorry about that. I got. The I milk. was in the milk aisle. Got two girls yeah. pregnant. Got the milk and the eggs, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have a couple more child supports around here. <laughs> you know. And then I saw a couple people like tweeting about how like, oh, these guys are so dumb. And I was like, you know what? If you ever clicked accept on the internet agreement without reading all that shit, said. I don't want to hear it. I know it's so, baby. All that fucking fine print. I know it's a lot of shit I accepted, too. I don't know what the hell I signed. Yeah. Y'all niggas got credit card agreements that y'all don't sign shit to and stuff. Of course. And, uh, you know, immediately as I start re- listening to this, watching this, I'm thinking about my cousin, uh, Anthony Morrow, uh, who's a shooting guard for the uh, Atlanta Hawks right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hit him up on Twitter. I said, yo, Anthony. You're not watching this broke documentary, are you? Because I need to borrow a couple million dollars so I can start an ice cream truck business. <laughs> and they replied back, nah. <laughs> I don't blame him. So I was like, good. Just keep him on his toes. But um, yeah, man, it's just, that was a crazy documentary, but it was really good, man. Um, so I, I can't even get uh, get mad. It was very understanding. And uh, I think you guys should check it out if you get a second. I do, too. Um and uh Andre Rising Rising's house getting burned down by left eye. Yeah, they did cover that. Chili grapes on all that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Sad that she died and everything, but goddamn man, that was ratchet as fuck. Mm-hmm. It showed that big ass mansion burning. I was like, mm no pussy is that good. Nope. And then you know what? I remember he stayed with her for a while. Yes, he did. It's like, come on, son. What is the deal with this shit, man? So um yeah yeah we might have shit we might have issues if you burn my one one bedroom house down imagine yeah when they showed ballalert.com i was like how many broke niggas trying to hack their way on the ballalert.com right now it's like get my name in that database so when women pull up to you you'd be like damn you drive a 1993 
yeah girl it's a classic for ballers like me i'm trying to keep it on the low did you get that text what's up trying to get pregnant Mm-mm. um how about you also the, they had a part about drugs that made so much sense and i i've never thought about it this way before but um it makes a lot of sense when you're an athlete especially in the nfl and stuff you're constantly doing prescription drugs and shit to get you back on the field it's all about pain tolerance and getting you back on the field mm-hmm. so is it really that odd when a guy gets caught smoking weed Mm-mm. or whatever drug they're on like it mm-hmm. makes sense to me to some extent that's that, that yeah i'll be, be addicted to painkillers right it makes sense like they got you started to mm-hmm. get you on the fucking field so i get it now and i you know I, I mean i've never been that judgmental about athletes doing drugs anyway but i'm just saying like it makes a lot more sense when you think about the idea of like, yeah, I had six knee surgeries. I might want to smoke up a little bit. Yeah. I know. So I might, I might need to do that every once in a while. I might be okay with that. Um, so yeah, a lot of people were a lot. I saw a lot of people on Twitter were like, yeah, I, I kind of understand. I'm forgiving of athletes, uh, cause it makes so much sense. And, uh, you know, not, and I was like, yeah. And somewhere Dwight and Doc Gooden, like, yeah, that's why, that's why we did, uh, cocaine and crack. We was in pain. Oh, it's not a painkiller. Oh, no, 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 sorry. That 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 one, that that particular one is that that one's not a downer. That's upper. Oh, that's a stimulant. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Um. So yeah, the doc. It was documented was done with a lot of tact, and uh, it was better than I expected. And uh, like I said, I would suggest it to anybody curious about um that and, and especially if you're like us, where you're a little bit more sympathetic to athletes than you are to you know other people. Uh, as far as like compared to owners or fans and shit, I know I am because, like I said, I I, I always look at it from an employee perspective because I'm an employee. Yeah, so I think if you're sympathetic to that, you'll feel more like uh, it was a fair documentary and it wasn't just about showing somebody's big ass house and then going, "Look at this dumbass nigga!" Like it was more like, "Look, these dudes aren't prepared for money necessarily in here." Yes, like, and, t- and telling stories and something you said. Ooh, excuse me, which I think is a fair thing. And like you said, they kind of washed over it. Yeah. I do think that the uh, NCAA should better train them. Like yeah. somebody mentioned that and they brush right on past that shit. Well, but they had, do. I was talking to somebody and they were telling me that uh, there's been colleges that have actually had people that said, look, we will take your athletes and train them how to manage their money while they're in college because, you know, it's it will benefit them. We'll we'll charge the university for it, not the athletes. We're not asking for, you know, when they get a contract to pay us back or anything. This is just an asset and the skill that these guys are going to need. It's yes. a, it can be applied to the real world. And they was like, Mm-mm, fuck you. Why? Don't cuz can if you teach, if you give a hoe some money, she'll fuck around and lose her mind. Bitch, go crazy, Karen. You cannot be giving these these. It's, it's a prostitution. You can't be teaching these kids how to handle their money and shit when you out there getting them to tear ACL for free so you can put their name, you know, you can take their name off the back of the shirt, put Ohio State on the front of them, and then put on national game every week. Like, why the fuck would you teach that dude how to manage his money? It's like teaching slaves how to read and shit. Like, mm-mm, chili grapes on that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just think that's some bullshit because, the you know, somebody like me and you could do it, but because they're an athlete, they can't. Yeah. So let's talk about something else, uh, the debate. Last night, there was a, the first debate between President 
Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> and of course, Governor Mittens Leroy <laughs> Romney. And uh they they had a talk uh they had a good debate uh as far as um the fact that it was terrible. Um now mm-hmm. now here's the thing. Uh actually let's just go right into it because there's a lot of shit going on with this, a lot of moving parts. Um I said that I thought Obama would kick his ass in the debate and I'm sticking to that. I thought he did handle himself well. Um now he's a lot like Floyd Mayweather and I think over the past four years, a lot of people fucking forgot how his debate style. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, he's, it's laid back. Yeah, he's not some snarky ass attacking mm-hmm. pit bull. Like he, no, lay, he's not. He lays back, he's smooth, he takes your haymakers, and he dodges them, and then he hits you with some facts. And then he's like, mm-hmm. now explain, explain yourself, sir. And, uh, the debate took place on MSNBC. Everybody told me it started at 8. I get home, there's an hour of build-up. Yeah. And in this case, I'm actually glad I watched MSNBC. Okay. Because I forget sometimes how much I can fucking hate liberals. And this was one of those times where I was like, God damn it. (laughs) Like, I was watching the preview, and they were like, he's going to, you know, this is an opportunity for... Uh, President Obama to go on the offensive. He needs to attack him. He needs to come in with this. He needs to come in with that. And I was like, what President Obama do y'all know? I know it's so. Like in a debate, like I can see like if it was like a speech or something like that, you know, a speech, you, you, you sit up there, you hit him with your lines and all this stuff. But honestly, the president hasn't really been able to hit Mitt Romney on much because Either it's below the belt shit that you really can't get into, like the forty seven percent comments and yep. shit like that. Like you either can't get into that shit or it's shit that uh Mitt Romney won't actually it, uh he won't actually nail himself down to an actual policy that you can debate. Nope. Like he's just like they're like, Well, how are you gonna fix the economy? Well, first of all, the president is doing it wrong. We've lost this many jobs, gas is going up, this, that, and the other. It's like Okay, so what's your plan? Well, see, the president, we just got to get rid of him. He's just, the problem is him. And uh, it's like, so. What's what? your plan? Yeah, so since he, you know, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to save everybody money. I have a plan. I have my own numbers. It's like, well, what's the numbers? Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll get to that when it's time to get to that. And it's like, okay, he doesn't have anything you can actually hit him with. Mm-mm. Because you don't, like, you can't, like, the only thing you can say is you don't have a plan. And you don't want to say that in a debate because he'll fuck around and come up with a plan on the spot. And then it's like, oh, now you look stupid, motherfucker. I have a plan. Huh? It's like it doesn't have to make sense because this is the first time you're hearing it. True. So you're not prepared to counter whatever it is. So Mitt Romney has been purposely vague over the last couple of months. Of right? course. Ever since the primary ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. They, they, they go start. They do the debate. And. Uh, I think his name is Jim Lehrer is doing supposed to be the moderator. Uh, he's the worst moderator ever. Yeah, I like I think Jim Lehrer called that touchdown for Seattle in that in that game. Oh, yes, he did. Like he is a replacement ref uh, to the max to the max. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so I'm watching the previews on MSNBC and they're just, oh, the president's going to do this. President's going to do that. And I'm like. As much as I fucks with Barack Obama, 
y'all niggas are naming shit that he ain't never done hello like, not yeah. part of his personality like he can just go in and he can say this i'm like what do you get he, that's he wouldn't have done that shit to hillary he didn't do that shit to mccain the one thing that barack obama had to do and has to do constantly throughout all of these debates and if he doesn't do this he will lose the presidency he has to remain presidential and yes that, and keep his cool yeah, that is way more important than whatever the fuck little uh, low blow jab talking point that you think you should get across. I know it's so, baby. And I was so pissed at M- MSNBC because they lost. Uh, it's a football term, but they lost contain. All right. Now, what's a loss contain? Losing contain is like uh, did, whenever the Eagles played the Giants last week. Right. OK. There was a lot of times where the Eagles would make big plays because the Giants would over pursue and they would try to get to Michael Vick and Michael Vick is fast as fuck. And Michael Vick would get past the guy who came at him and now there's nobody to stop him from running down the field for 50 yards, right? Okay. LaShawn McCoy was doing it. It happens, right? It's called. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to slow yourself down, stay disciplined, stay within your lane and then kind of come at the guy where he doesn't have the ability to run around you because you're slowly trapping him in to where he can't move. Okay. Right? You're, you're making sure he doesn't get out of pocket, per se. Okay. This nigga, Jim Lehrer, was losing contain. This, he lost contain uh, on the entire debate. I've never he was seen- like, yeah, 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 um... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's been two minutes, um, um, yeah, um, um, like I said before, um, um, excuse me, um, um, yeah, um, uh, that's all I heard the whole well, time. let me just start here. Let me start here. The fucking, and as soon as I heard the rules for the debate, I was like, I know what y'all doing, MSNBC, and I, this is why I don't fuck with y'all. Um, they wanted a fight. They didn't want a debate. Yeah. Because the rules for their debate was so fucking haphazard it was like well you could uh this the president obama will be very good at this because you can talk as long as you want there's no uh the, you know the moderator only comes in uh uh you know uh to to change the subject but you know and i'm like wait a minute dog hold up that's not no fucking debate like the moderator has to control this shit because yes. you have an hour and a half to do what you have to do you can't be fucking around being like oh just speak it however you want uh, speak as long as you want, uh, 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 president, governor, mm-hmm. whatever. You, I'm like, this shit gonna go bad, dog. I already know exactly did. what y'all are doing. Y'all want this man to come out, and you want to see a y'all want to see a fight. Y'all want to see one of your um, TV news segments with two people from different parties come on the air and argue with each other, mm-hmm. and nobody really can stop them. That's what y'all want to see, and that is fucking stupid. Yes, it is. Because you're never going to get to all the issues, and they nope. didn't. Nope. They didn't get to have the shit they had on their list. Yes, because it, like they started like, we're going to talk about the economy, and it went over 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they had already allotted like 12 minutes for it. They went over by 20 minutes because Jim Lehrer was just basically getting bitched out. Like, well, uh, and, and here's the thing. You have to be a strong moderator because yes, you do. At some point, they if they don't respect you, they're gonna just do what the fuck they want to. And if you're not reining one guy in, you're not reining the other guy in. So if the, you know if the whole purpose is uh you know to have a discussion, you can't go like I'll, let's do it. I'll do this example. All right, let's say me and Karen are debating, right? Mm-hmm. And you know we're gonna be throwing in jabs, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, uh, uh, Rod, would you like to respond to? Uh, would you like to speak on uh, the state of the house with Karen? Yeah, um, you know, I came in the house the other day, and uh, 
I noticed that Karen's clothes were still in the clothes basket when I folded them. And I asked her mm-hmm. to put those clothes up. <laughs> and she didn't close, put those clothes up. Mm-hmm. And when I run the house, I promise you that clothes will be in every drawer as they are supposed to be. Okay. They'll be very neat. And it'll be great. And uh, Karen is a fucking slob and I hate her. <laughs> Uh, Karen, would you like to respond to that? Yes, I would like to respond to that. Uh, when I run the house, I don't give a damn if they fold it up. That's that's all I care about. They don't they don't have to be in the in the drawers. Um, and I must say that okay, Karen, that's enough time. Oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, no, 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 no. I am not finished. I have more to say here, sir. Okay, I don't give a damn about this neat freak over here. Um, I am anti-neat freak. You know, just I, I want to be sure that everybody understands that. Okay. And I want to be sure that, you know, if I am elected to run this household, um, dinner will be cooked every day. Um, we won't be going out to eat as much. That's if I'm elected. Okay, well, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. I would like to respond uh, to that. I would like to respond to that. Okay. Now, first of all, uh, that sanctimonious... Piece of shit, Karen <laughs> is not gonna cook every day. She don't know what the fuck she is talking about, and she's not gonna talk about me like this, son. All right, this is bullshit, and I have to have the last word. She started talking. Now it's my turn to talk. Oh, well, no, move. you know, no, well, no, uh, no. Uh, Rod, let's, we're gonna have to move on now. You know, and, no, uh, no, is, well, no, no. Okay. I mean, I mean, since I mean, since we're gonna, you know, pull out all the stops. I mean, since we're gonna, you mm. know go all out i'm you know i'm just saying you know if if i'm elected you know since we having a debate here you know because if i'm elected um there will be sexy clothes worn at all time if i'm elected but that's just me if i'm elected to run this household okay because i like to wear sexy clothes well we need to move on and talk about you know what no we're not gonna move well, hold on. on. i want to respond you know we're we not gonna move on i want to respond mm-hmm. to sexy clothes around here sometimes <laughs> People be wearing grandma panties. What about that? Like, I was like, God damn, don't take control of your fucking debate. God, what are you doing? Like, you can't tell these motherfuckers it's time to move on. Like, that is enough. Like, and, and because they didn't have a format where it was like, listen, you get this much time to rebuttal. You get this many rebuttals. And then we move on. There was never a last word. It was always both guys yes. kind of fighting for the last word. And in that scenario, you were basically enabling Mitt Romney to take as many haymakers as he would he like to. to at the president because you have lost control. He's not even responding to the moderator anymore. He's nope. like, he's actually talking to the president like, well, you know, your problem is you did this. And when you said such and such, yes. you, it, and it, it's like, dog, um, the moderator asked the question. Yes. Like y'all having a conversation now. Yeah. He, we, yeah. And I think, and I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theory, theorist. I think they wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. They wanted them to fight. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, in that situation, since you already explained it, it was a situation where, quote, unquote, it looked like Mitt Romney won because, like you say, it's one of, it's one of things, like we, like we said in sports. First of you all. You run up and smack mm-hmm. somebody, and then that person can't hit you back. And that's almost how it was. Well, no, 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 no. It looked like Mitt Romney won if you're a fucking idiot. A true. It, like, and, and it's sad because... I got to find out that we got a lot of idiots. Oh yeah. Uh, that would let fuck with politics. And I'm like, hold up, dog. Hold up. How, how did you get on my time? <laughs> like, I, I know was, it's so. I was looking at people last night like, what, what, why are you panicking? And the thing is like, here's where, when you come into a debate and your opponent doesn't really have any stances, 
the only uh, objective that you have is to a get your message out and b get them to stick to something because once they stick to something you can attack them in the future but you can't actually attack someone who doesn't have a fucking stance only thing no, you can you do can't. only thing you can do is show people how crazy that person is right yep and that's all that did to me because so, mm-hmm. because i'm gonna tell you right now when that nigga talked about sesame street i got angry I was yeah. like, fuck you. He said, he's like, I do want to defund PBS. And, uh, you know, I like Big Bird and Big Bird somewhere like, nigga, keep me out of this. Yeah. I, I, I bet you all, <laughs> I, I bet you all them puppets was like, I was going to vote for you, but not no more. Yeah. I bet you Oscar the Grouch popped out of his trash can, but like, I told y'all niggas he wouldn't shit. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so, all right. MSNBC was mad as shit because what they wanted was him to a it, fight. Well, not just a fight, right? They wanted a fight that the president would win by basically acting not presidential. Like, yeah. well, like, like it's okay for Chris Matthews, Rachel Maddow, Al Sharpton to blank on a guest. Someone disagrees with you, you want to raise your voice, you want to tell you not you want to call them a liar, you want to bring up a low blow, you want to say something they said off the record and just put it out there. You can do that. Yes, you can. Because it's your show. That's right. And and you're not depending on more than half the people in this country to like you. That's right. So it doesn't matter if half the country doesn't give a fuck about Al Sharpton and don't like him because at the end of the day, that don't move his needle. That's not gonna that's not gonna keep him from being elected president of the United States. I know it's so. You know, because that's not his goal. But you know, and and they pissed me off so bad because they were like, I don't the president didn't bring up gay marriage. He didn't bring up the 47%. He didn't bring up women's reproductive rights. He didn't bring up equal pay. He didn't bring up foreign policy. He didn't bring up killing terrorists. He didn't bring up bank capital. He didn't bring the job record as governor for Mitt Romney. And I was like, because it's the fucking moderator's job. Yeah. That's what he is there for. He should have bought that stuff you to can't, the table. Like, yeah. they really wanted this motherfucker to defend outlandish statements from Mitt Romney and say, now, let's talk about the 47%. Nigga, that's not my job. Y'all yeah, set the, moder- the format. Yeah. And your fucking boy over here is not doing his goddamn job. I was like, yeah, what? the moderator was supposed to say, well, Mitt Romney, you said something so and so about the 47 but you like to explain on that. You know, like yeah. they just let them have it. You know, it was like a rap battle. Everybody was just rapping and nobody was paying attention. Not, it, not, not even a rap battle went this bad. True. Even in a rap battle. There are he, rules and regulations. Right. And it's enforced. <laughs> like one dude can't be rapping and the other dude just start rapping in the middle of that dude's verse. Right. True. Unless Jim Lehrer's doing it, then it'll be like, well, go I, ahead. Go ahead. Get your rap in, too. Shit. Yes. What do I shit, know? Everybody rapping. Like, just good grief, dude. And so um, it was like they wanted him to moderate the debate and defend himself and show Mitt Romney to be a fraud. And it's like, you guys have to ask the questions that set up the debate. Yes. And, it's a debate. Right. And so, um, you know, like I said, the biggest victory is you got to stay presidential. And to mm-hmm. me... Under that scenario, goddamn that boy good. Yeah. You know how many motherfuckers would have lost their cool? Like, I mean, I seen Obama looking at Jim Lehrer looking like, you're not going to, you're not going to. Yeah, he really looked at him like, you, 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 you're not going to rope this in. You're not going to yeah. rein this in. You, you, you just going to let him talk. Like this shit just out of control, right? You just, you cool with this, right? 
This is what MSNBC calls a debate. I have never seen a debate that unruly in my life. Oh, wasn't it though? He talked over the moderator. He talked over some of the president's answers. Mm-hmm. And and any of you motherfuckers that think that the president can just blank in America on national TV to to win a debate for get the no. What country are you living in? I ain't, you ain't never about to see the it'll be the last day of presidency it'll be the day he lost the election of if this course. motherfucker's like now hold on a goddamn minute now Mitt romney is like oh there you go he raised his voice and and then somebody was like well uh i see he's right look he's got his head down he's writing notes it's like he's ashamed i'm like so y'all just gonna cuban be all the debates over the course of his uh political career hello where he's used this exact same tactic, technique this is what he does he actually is thinking and he's actually writing down what the other guy is saying so he can be like okay this is what you said and let me tell you why that's wrong and then you said this thing and let me tell you why that's complex more complex than you're describing and then and people are like i don't want to be treated like an adult just give me a 10 second sound bite i ain't got time for all this thinking shit you over here teaching me. That's why you ain't fucking president because you're stupid. I don't want to learn how Medicare work. I just want you to say, what, what about that 40%, huh? And then jump across the table and B-boy stand. Ah, shit. Like, I want to learn how it works. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to get old one day. And the thing is, too, they were like, well, just take some low blows. It's like, okay, let's talk about low blows. Let's say you bring up his religion. Um, Are y'all forgetting that the right wing has low blows, too? I know it's so. Like, because if you take it low, they're going to go low. And they're going to go a lot lower. Yeah, they have no fucking standard. Y'all, like, I think liberals feel like they can win because it's like people that, you know, feel like they can win a low blow battle because it's like when you're in a circle of people that agree with you, it's like, you know, Mitt Romney don't like 40% of, 47% of people. It's like, yeah, isn't that terrible? Let's tell the world. It's like, uh, the world don't give a fuck. I don't know what y'all, sure don't. I don't know what, where y'all believe, but, um, it's a lot of people that could not wait for him to say some shit like that. They'd be like, oh, got my vote now. I was, I thought he was kind of halfway for that healthcare shit, but, uh, if he don't think 47% of people ain't shit because they get a little bit of help from the government, then I'm down. Like, so it's like, you know, you bring up the 47%, then he's going to bring up the time that Obama was caught off camera talking about people clutching their religion and their guns. Mm-hmm. Do we really need that? Mm-mm. Is that the debate that y'all wanted to see? Because y'all think that it's a fucking panel on a news related show. I know it's so. It's not, it's not the daily report, dog. You, you, or the I Daily know. Show. It's not the Daily Show. I got the Colbert Report and Daily Tank. Anyway, <laughs> it's not the da- it's not the Daily Show, man. It's not the Colbert Report. It, it's actually serious business. Mm-hmm. And if the optics of this white dude being in the you know the bar is low for Mitt Romney. So if the optics of this white dude uh, blanking on Jim Lehrer and talking over the president makes you feel like they won, turn Maury off. Because that's actually not winning. No. Winning, winning is facts. Winning is facts. And it's like, uh, what facts did you learn? What? Okay, you feel like he won a debate, right? If, if, if you feel like Mitt Romney won a debate, name some of his policies. He don't have none. How, how's, his, um, how's his economic policy work? He don't have none. Because what I learned was apparently this motherfucker wants to do $5 trillion in tax cuts and it ain't going to add up. Did he say that? No. The president said that over and over and over again. Yes, the other did. thing, the other thing that people weren't paying attention to because it's chess, it's not checkers. Once you get him to stick to certain 
things that he agreed with the president on some things that uh even just have picking a stance like his energy policy which is basically to turn america into the people from the fucking lorax for dr seuss and cut, <laughs> down, cut down all the trees and shit once you get him to commit to something you actually can criticize him mm-hmm. you can actually say well this is what he believes you know and when you say well explain the math and he doesn't he just doesn't even explain the math he just says well the president uh you said this it's like okay so you don't have a plan like you really you you still don't have a plan Mm-mm. and you're talking about my shit but like what what are you gonna do well you know businesses uh need to do such and such therefore like this nigga had more studies and is more surveys ah. Surveys and studies. That's what Mitt Romney is basing all his shit off of. That's it. That's you all know, that matters. We surveyed some doctors and they said if uh, Medicare go down, they ain't going to they, they treat yeah, people. We surveyed Dr. So, uh, Seuss. What? The doctors just going to go out of they just gonna go out of business? I guess so. Like doc, doctors just not going to work no more? No. Nah. I guess doctors stopped getting bills. I guess, I guess they doctors did. Stopped, apparently doctors are just like, I'm good with my lights being off. Not in Obama's America. Like, nah. He was going by studies and shit. And here's the thing. If I did a study of the black guy who tips and said, how much do you weigh? That's not the same as making everybody hop on a scale and adding it up myself. Reality is not a fucking study or a survey. Like Barack Obama is bringing up actual numbers. Not well, this, He's bringing up the experience he has on the job. Like, well, this is what we did. And this is what happened as a consequence of that. And he's and, and Mitt Romney's like, well, if they would have did it this way, according to a study, like, yeah, uh, according to a study, everybody that finds $20 on the ground would go and turn it into lost and found. I know it's so. According to real life, anybody see my $20? <laughs> like, <laughs> I got it in my back pocket, so you ain't getting it back. Yeah. This, That's this, lunch. Like, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, like, uh, Barack Obama asked him uh, straight up several times, like, okay. This is your tax plan. Explain how you will not add to the deficit with your tax cut. And he's like, uh, I said I wouldn't add to the deficit with my tax cut because I said it. And uh, that's not going to happen because I said it. I was like, hmm, this sounds like my mom's uh, discipline t- policy. <laughs> I know. Because I fucking said so. That's why. Like, but that didn't add up. Well, you know, I said that I wouldn't do it. So uh, that's all that matters. Yeah. And then the other thing I thought was funny. Um, apparently, as governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitt Romney has run them into a utopia, and by using you know just helping out with healthcare, uh, he's he said he got the schools to number one in America. He uh, Cuban beat them jobs that uh, apparently uh, they lost tons of jobs. While of he was there. course, but um, yeah. So he apparently ran the state into a utopia, and he promises to fix America. By doing none of that shit. <laughs> like, well, what's your health care plan? I'm not going to fuck with no health care. We're taking oh, all that back. Oh, yeah. And and um, then he talking about the bullshit about we don't need the federal government to tell the states what to do. We need to uh, uh, get the federal government out and let the states make their own decisions. Right. Fuck you. I'll be picking cotton in North Carolina. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, he was like, uh, we're going to take... Like social security to each state and shit. It's like, nigga, you can't do no, that. No, talking about we'll let the, we'll let each okay. state take care of their poor. Yeah, they'll yeah. give everybody twenty dollars and send you about your fucking way. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? And then, then he goes, and if a state needs some help, we'll do that. It's like, how? See, that's what that's the other thing that pissed me off about this moderator. Because, you know, while they're blaming shit on Barack Obama, I'm like, 
your moderator sat there and let this man be non-specific as possible yeah and never asked a follow-up well how do you plan to do that no can you give me some specifics it would have easily made this man's night fall apart but they wanted the president to do that because i think they wanted the optics of a fight to be able to say look the president fought this dude we put him in a situation where he was going to have to lose his temper and yell and scream and, and mm. get, get upset and cut this guy off and oh, be rude no. and, 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 and do that. And I'm like, they act like he wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, you can't, but you, I don't think the president was, it, I don't think you will ever see the president go into any debate and, and literally argue with someone like no. that. He's not going to do that. That's not his style. You know, like while Mitt, Rom- Mitt Romney is going you, you, you to President Obama, President Obama's going Governor Romney. You know what I mean? Governor Romney said this. Governor Romney did that. As governor, he did. But he's not going. And you said that you like, no, you know, and, 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 and to, to his credit, I still think this is the best we've ever seen Mitt Romney. I'm not. Uh, not totally, true. I, I, I mean, because before he was basically against like six homeless dudes and a crazy woman ah! it's like the cat, yeah, the that, cat lady and, and some crazy dudes yes so so like before he's never really had competition so he was able to win by not saying shit yeah yeah which is actually kind of giving him the leg up in the first debate because the, he has no policy you can really argue the president's only job is to not really get in an argument with them but to see like okay so you want to lower you want to go out and get all the oil in america and that will lower gas prices that's your plan and what happens when we run out of that okay well fuck that right okay cool yeah but but now ah! but now we have something you know uh uh the president said that he was going to end um uh you know tax breaks for for people that send corporations that send jobs overseas mm-hmm. and mitt romney said i've been in the, the I've been in business in the business industry for 25 years. I've never heard of that, nigga. You, you never to, heard of shipping jobs overseas? I want to God say they sh- they ship them overseas for a reason, like because you, it's cheaper. How you gonna? But how you gonna say you never heard of outsourcing? Get the fuck out of here! Like that's ridiculous. I never heard of that. I was like, God damn, this nigga lying, dog. Who's, who's, who's I was that like, they have eight people in Bain? Well, maybe he hasn't heard of that because they don't ship CEO jobs overseas. So Ain't that the truth? That shit don't count. No. You know, manufacturer, we could do that, but not my job. Yeah, and then they, you know, neither one of them really touched Social Security uh, for anybody that's old right now because old people will vote. So both of them was like, mm, Social Security, it's, it's good for now. And if you young, we got to figure something out. But, um, yeah, man, he Cuban beat the shit out of them, uh, shipping jobs overseas. He acted like, uh, somebody, when you find a number in their pocket, <laughs> like what? They be shipping jobs overseas. Where they do that at? For real? For word. Did nobody tell me about that when they start that? Mm-mm, I ain't never heard of that. I got to get up on that. Yeah. And you know, I just noticed that he was getting over by saying like, there was just no, like he said, uh, um, well, we can have our seniors uh, get vouchers, and then they can go to insurance companies. And um, and and if, and if and if the company is too high or won't accept them, they can go to another insurance company. What insurance company is accepting sick old people? 
I know it's so, baby. Guy, is Geico doing human insurance now too? Mm-mm. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like his no. idea is the free market will fix everything. It doesn't matter what it is. And and that's not always so. And the thing about the free market, if you let it be free, them old folks are gonna die. Nobody wants to say my grandma got to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I think he believes the free market is the solution to everything and because. It's not. In theory, that sounds good until you realize people ain't shit in the free market. <sighs> I know it's so. The free market does whatever benefits the money. That's not right. Any, that, like their job, they have no social responsibility. You know, so you can't like outsource teaching. Like they, this like these motherfuckers, they're like, okay, we'll have a voucher program and kids can leave public school and go to charter schools and private schools. Which will just bring the problems of public schools to those schools now. In private schools. A, now charter, pri- a charter school and a private school is not made to hold as many people as public school. Nope. That's why the test scores are higher. The right. classroom sizes are smaller and all that. They, you know, everybody brags about it, but they like it for, they're like that for a reason because it's a smaller amount of people. And, and like I said, I think because people want the president to be you know this other president that they didn't actually that they made up they wanted him to come out and just be like what about romney care motherfucker like he like he brought up the fact when uh his he got attacked on his obamacare which he embraced which i thought was a beautiful move and uh something that uh, i wish he had done a long time ago and i'm glad to see him do it and say i'm proud of it being called obamacare mm-hmm. good um and uh he, I, I, I like that he brought up because they were like, you know, this is the biggest takeover of government. He was like, uh, it's not the biggest takeover of government, and it's a Republican ideal. Like this plan, you know this this plan. It was started with from Republican from Republicans. Like the idea of some for some sort of uh, some sort of uh, responsibility, some sort of uh, obligation to take care of your responsibility as far as your debts and to insure yourself because. For the greater good of society, you are, will you shirk these medical bills and go bankrupt and shit? It's fucking everybody up. Yes, it is. You know, and I did wish the president would have brought up the ER thing about how uh, Romney was on 60 Minutes and said, mm-hmm. well, you can go to the emergency room if you get sick. But um, here's who I wish that brought that up more. Jim Lehrer. Yes. Because uh, I don't know if y'all heard this. It's his fucking job. As a moderator, it is your fucking job. He's the worst. This dude did a terrible fucking job, and but maybe it's because he works for MSNBC or something. I don't know, but every fucking person on that was getting mad at the president, and then just going, "Well, you know, Jim Lehrer, you know, he did what he could do." And then there's a, it's like, no, nigga, no, it's no. your job. You have a job, a very simple job at that. To be quite honest, you ask a question, you give a person a chance to respond. Someone gets to respond to that response. Someone gets to respond to that fucking response, and then, and then that's the end. On. Yeah, it is not fucking complex. God damn, I could have done a better job than that shit. And I don't even give a fuck about uh, this shit. I already know who I'm voting for. But I could have done a better job. Like, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, maybe they just got to get somebody everybody respects to do the next one. Maybe they I bet get, you um, they will. I was talking to Aaron uh, Rand Freeman. He said maybe they can get Oprah to do it. So I don't think anybody would cut off Oprah. So You better not. And you wouldn't be too rude to Oprah because she'll fuck up your entire campaign. <laughs> yeah, what? Yes, she would. She fuck around, put that. You, you lose. She she say one word. You told Harpo to beat me. It's like oh shit. 
but um yeah and uh like Mitt Romney was talking about the president and food stamps and our welfare and uh I do believe that he has a, a plan that will reduce the amount of people on food stamps and welfare that's by not giving them any yeah <laughs> like, yeah like yeah but, and, and and it's funny how you know when he was talking about how they have the most people on on welfare and the most people on food stamps getting assistance yeah yeah because people lost lost their jobs and they lost their jobs over a plan that you seem not to understand shipping jobs overseas yeah so i don't know i took a lot away from it but more importantly i was so let down by the people panicking and maybe this is what happens. It's kind of like sports fans, right? Like I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. But if you follow me on Twitter, you you know you listen to me on the show. You don't hear me panic about the Eagles. Why? Because mm-hmm. I'm fucking realistic. Dog. Me too. We're not gonna win a fucking Super Bowl. No. We, you know, I don't expect us to beat all the good teams. I don't mm-hmm. get pissed off when I come home like Mike Vick threw four interceptions. That stupid son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm like, yeah, he he's that type of quarterback. Sometimes he throws four interceptions. It happens. I know it's so. So I think you know most fans are not like that. No, they're not. Because you know? I'm like that about the Panthers. I know the Panthers D sucks. I completely understand this. But I'm like, go Panthers, rah rah rah, and I cheer them on. And my thing is that uh, I don't go on Twitter talking shit about. Other, I might joke about other people, but I don't go on Twitter talking yeah. shit about other people. Because that's not my style. Well, I mean, more importantly, what I'm saying is like the majority of fans aren't like you. They're not like true. Me. True. You ask the average Panthers fan uh, before the season oh, starts. Yeah, unrealistic. We're going to go to Super Bowl gonna, every year. We're going to go to the playoffs. No, we, no. we're going to go to the playoffs. No reason we can't win eight to ten games. We're no not reason going we can't. to the playoffs. And it's like, you know y'all team sucked last year, right? Yes. You and, know your team is. And, 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 and my thing is that you you, you know um, there's holes in every offseason you know, we never get into the running for nobody that's worth shit on the off season. We sign the same players back again. No, nobody talking about that. Huh? Well, even well, even more importantly, I'm not trying to get specifically at the Panthers, but um, since you you know got specific, I'm saying like it like the Panthers had like the worst defense in the league last year. Right? Yes. So they spent a couple picks on on, on uh, to fix up their defense this year, right? So their rookies is and it's a process. They're not gonna just come on the field and be a locked out defense. You gotta you know, and, and because everybody on your defense sucked or was hurt, it's gonna take a couple years of making good picks on defense. Yes, it is. Good off season moves. Like t- you gotta build it up steadily. You can't yes, do you it. Do. But when I listen to the radio, it's like, why didn't the GM do this? It's like, well he actually picked uh you know, he actually used his pick to get the best line one of the best linebackers in the draft. Well, why didn't he get this and this? It's like, well, y'all also needed this help and you need that. And it's just mm-hmm. only so much you can do. That's right. So the point is that I'm trying to make people become so unrealistic. Yes, they do. That it doesn't matter what the reality of the situation is. They feel compelled to believe a certain result should happen regardless of what it would actually take to get there. True. Um and I felt that way about this debate when I looked at my timeline and people was coming in like, uh, the, 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 pre- the president looked weak. He did this. And I'm like, no, he looked presidential as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he nailed Romney down to specifics just like I expected. Like, of course you, you have to like, it's like, uh, the first round of a boxing match. You can't fight a motherfucker. You don't know how they fight. You got to get them in there and see, um, okay, so this is your tactic. 
and now I have some things I can nail you yeah, on. Yeah, I think they think this shit is supposed to be that PTI. I don't think so. Yeah, not to mention, it's not like you leave a debate and go to the fucking voting booth. Uh, ain't that Now the truth. it is up to the media and it's up to the president to start nailing him on his inconsistencies mm-hmm. because That's the it. shit that he agreed to last night was moderate Romney who did not win that, that primary. Moderate Romney didn't win the primary. Moderate Romney was nowhere to be seen when he was running up against those crazy psycho right wing Republicans Mm -mm. in the primary because you cannot win that way. You can't be up there talking about, uh, yeah, uh, I'm actually okay with, uh, you know, some, some revenue increases by increasing taxes. You can't say that. So he, he basically was able to say, okay, so this is what you said in the primary. Now let's see what you said last night. And that's where the debate gets won. That's where the next debate gets won. And that's where the debate after that gets won. And that's where the election gets won. You nail him down to specifics that he cannot run from anymore because he said that shit and we have it on tape. Now let's see the media actually do their fucking job instead of sitting up there disaster baiting because Barack Obama didn't loosen up his tie and jump across the table. Let's Ah! actually see you motherfuckers do your goddamn jobs and start looking up all this footage from the primaries of Mitt Romney saying shit like, oh no, we don't need to add teachers to the classroom and then last night going i don't have any problem with adding teachers to the classroom when talking to the fucking president god damn do your job god damn i know it's so and if you're on my timeline stop fucking disaster baiting people hit me up talking about well i hope you right like nigga i know i'm fucking right i'm not i'm not the one that's talking about somebody was like oh no this is terrible he lost the election tonight I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's only five weeks out. I said, you won't remember this in three days. I know it's so. The fuck are you talking about? You sound crazy right now. Crazy. I said, it just feels dire to you right now because you're in the moment. This will pass shortly. You won't be as emotional. And then you'll start reading about how, huh, Mitt Romney said such and such last night. He's never said that before. Hello. Oh, did you know uh, Mitt Romney did, did he doesn't really isn't his numbers don't add up? Did you know that? He actually said, and like even a denial is good. You know, it's like it's like a lawyer, right? When you're when you're cross examining somebody, even a denial is good. If you can get a motherfucker to say, "I ain't never seen him," and it's like, "Oh, well, here y'all, ah. here y'all on videotape together." Like that's actually good too. So even getting yes. even getting Romney to deny shit, like I, I'm not gonna cut taxes for the richest. Hmm. That ain't what you been saying, dog. Mm-mm. That you said them trickle down, dog. Mm-hmm. You got, cut, the trickle, taxes, cut the taxes. <laughs> trickle, we we make jobs for everybody. Trickle down, start from the top, brother. So yeah, it ain't trickling. All right, let's move on. But uh, oh wait, actually, I do want to play this for all you disaster baiting motherfuckers. Let me play this. This is the president speaking today um, in Denver after the debate where he actually now has an opponent that admitted some things that the president can actually pick apart because these stances didn't exist 24 hours ago. But due to his deft maneuvering and uh, defensive abilities to roll off of those punches, he now can counterpunch. Assholes. The reason I was in Denver, obviously, is to see all of you. And I just, and it's always pretty. Uh, But we also had our first debate last night. And, you know, when I I got onto the stage, uh, I met this very spirited fellow who claimed to be Mitt Romney. 
But it, but it couldn't have been Mitt Romney because the real Mitt Romney has been running around the country for the last year promising $5 trillion in tax cuts that favor the wealthy. The fellow on stage last night said he didn't know anything about that. The real Mitt Romney said, we don't need any more teachers in our classrooms. But don't boo, vote. Face, nigga. I know so. But the, <laughs> the fellow on stage last night, he, he loves teachers. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> Can't get enough of them. The Mitt Romney we all know invested in companies that were called pioneers of outsourcing jobs to other countries. But the guy on stage last night, he said that he doesn't even know that there are such laws that encourage outsourcing. He's never heard of them. <laughs> never heard of them. Never heard of tax breaks for companies that ship jobs overseas. He said that if it's true, he must need a new accountant. Mm -hmm. Exactly what he said. Now, Get the hiring, nigga. We know for sure ah. it was not the real Mitt Romney because he seems to be doing just fine with his current accountant. Let me just pause this. You disaster-baiting motherfuckers. You see how he now has things he can attack this motherfucker on that did not exist 24 hours ago? And fuck so. you, Jim Lair, because you didn't do your goddamn job. Yeah, he was terrible. Nigga, you was there. This nigga, what was he doing, tweeting? He's over there making jokes with us. This debate is going pretty bad. This <laughs> I suck. Man, the president keeps looking down writing. Send. Goddamn. Anyway, sorry. So you see, the man on stage last night, he does not want to be held accountable for the real Mitt Romney's decisions and what he's been saying for the last year. And that's because he knows full well that we don't want what he's been selling for the last year. So Governor Romney may dance around his positions, but if you want to be president, you owe the American people the truth. So here's the truth. Governor Romney cannot pay for his $5 trillion tax plan without blowing up the deficit or sticking it to the middle class. That's the math. We can't afford to go down that road again. We can't afford another round of budget-busting tax cuts for the wealthy. We can't afford to gut our investments in education or clean energy or research and technology. We can't afford to roll back regulations on Wall Street or on big oil companies or insurance companies. We cannot afford to double down on the same top-down economic policies that got us into this mess. That is not a plan to create jobs. That is not a plan to grow the economy. That is not change. That is a relapse. We don't want to go back there. We've tried it. It didn't work. And we are not going back. We are going forward. And that's why you let the motherfucker lie and flail and swing and miss. That's why you have to do it. You have to endure. You don't fucking, no motherfucker, they, mm -mm, that's a lie. You have to let them get the lie out so you can say, nigga, you lying. Goddamn, media, get on your job. I, when I turn on the TV today, all I should see is, yo, that nigga was lying last night, man. This is some shit he said, and uh, he told the president this bullshit, and this ain't even what he been saying. God damn!
is it that complex what the fuck did y'all think was gonna happen last night <laughs> I, was, I was looking at my timeline like so disappointed i thought that the president would what did you think he was gonna do i have no idea that's what he do he let people lie and then they miss and then he'd be like nigga you lying that's it god damn man i've never i was i went and played video games i was just like these niggas no not tonight nigga, what is we gonna do rod nigga he won that's it you got to let the dude have some stances or else you're just arguing against nobody i just i know so like right now you know what 24 hours ago he was an amorphous fucking entity of political rhetoric that really had no actual position to fight true his position was the president doing it wrong and the president can't defend that what you can defend is okay how do you want me to do it how what is the right way how would you do it well i would do such and such okay let's talk about that you know it's like the people that like i don't like your podcast you ain't doing this right let's talk about your show do you have a podcast let's let's see how you doing i know so now now we can talk because you have something yeah you know what i mean it's, if you're not putting in on it then, then what kind of fucking discussion can we have rod your marriage one karen your marriage is fucked up what about your relationship i ain't know i bring up oh shit nigga that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> keep bringing up these relationships nigga i just want to talk about how your marriage is fucked up like that's that's the that you can't argue with that guy no you can't god damn man anyway which blacking it up was on today so i could have got some good fire truth in I got on this mic myself. All right. <laughs> um, Tell them why you mad, son. Why you mad? I was so, like, people don't know how close I was to cussing motherfuckers out last night. Just going in their town like, nigga, what the fuck did you watch? It's like, well, the president looked like he was just taking it. You, what'd you want to see? How would you suggest he handled it? Well, you just got to, you know. You like gotta Love be, and Hip Hop, LA. Yeah. Mid Atlanta. Nigga, this ain't Stevie J and fucking <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn can't just go out swinging on niggas as president y'all understand how detrimental it would be like um my man k bads from, from uh high five starter uh very funny dude very smart yes he stuff. is one time they were talking about the uh that time when the senator yelled out during the state of the union i believe it was the state of the union uh you lie at obama mm-hmm. and he was like see he should have had that motherfucker kicked out and he should have did this and he should have did that and it's like dude that's not presidential. Mm-mm. Now, even though this guy has disrespected the president and the office of president, mm-hmm. you have to rely on the judgment of the American people to say you are out of line, sir. I know it's so. Because if you start swinging in there with them, it's, it's, it's like that Jay-Z line. A wise man told me don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. I know it's so. So you can't jump into the fray and be like, motherfucker, you gonna respect me because the second they, America sees angry black Obama yelling at some dude about respect is the second they go, mm-hmm. And that's why you don't put one in the White House. Of course. So no, it's not, it's not feasible. And I know that you have pride and you have a certain amount. You have to let that shit go yes, for the do. greater goal. It's not checkers. They jump your man. You can't just jump back and jump their man. Mm-hmm. It's not checkers, dog. It's chess. You got to have strategy. It's smarter than that. So, you know, that, that, and I know how it feels. I, I'm a black man, too. I don't like that feeling of like, damn, man, the president got to take this shit from this white man yelling all over the place. Nobody likes that shit. But then the next day, when he dropping that hot fire. 
Now, I've got a different view about how we create jobs and prosperity. This country doesn't succeed when we only see the rich getting richer. We succeed when the middle class gets bigger. We grow our economy not from the top down, but from the middle out. We don't believe that anybody's entitled to success in this country, but we do believe in something called opportunity. We believe in a country where hard work pays off and where responsibility is rewarded and everybody's getting a fair shot and everybody's doing their fair share and everybody plays by the same rules. That's the country we believe in. That's what I'm fighting for. That's why I'm running for a second term for president of the United States. And that's why I want your vote. nigga that's why you let him swing god oh, oh stupid motherfuckers <laughs> i wanted to slap everybody on msnbc last night except al sharpton al was like hey you can't catch a fish with a closed mouth you gotta let the nigga lie first and everybody was like no al i don't feel good about this I'm like shut the fuck up about mm-hmm. your feelings nigga it's al about should know al done changed his stance he should know you can't be the angry black man all the time <laughs> come on now all right, man. We gotta do some Kester race. I'm sorry we went on so long, y'all, but that shit was just it needed to be talked about. God damn, that was good grief. So let down by emotional ass left wing motherfuckers. Like, stop being so emotional. God damn, shaking your foundation and shit. These niggas probably lead the beginning of Star Wars. Like, they ain't gonna win, y'all. The Empire striking ah! back. <laughs> Don't y'all see them niggas shooting? Y'all see them lifesavers? Yeah. <laughs> Luke got his hand cut off. I'm out. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Uh, I feel like I should say something funny uh, before we do guest the race. So um, I, I finally created my old, uh, my first old man joke. Uh-oh. Everybody knows that old men have jokes. Um, like my dad has an old man joke and his shit will be like, uh, yeah, so um, like uh, he'll say something like, how do you feel about that? And I'll be like, what you talking about? And he's like, how do I feel about it? With my hands or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the best. So I made up my own original old man joke. Oh, Lord. I put it on Twitter. Everybody had the proper response, which is to uh, to groan and not laugh too much. Because that's what old man jokes do. <laughs> so uh, you ready to hear my old man joke, Karen? Yes. All right. I think I am. <laughs> Why didn't the man from Saudi Arabia... Know that Kim Kardashian was dating Kanye West. Why? You give up? Yes. Because he's been living under a rock. Ah. That's right. A little geography humor for you guys. And uh, don't steal that. That's my old man joke. You can keep that one. It's the proper amount of disdain and groaning and uh, and not funny. And I'm gonna. No, I, it is not. And it's timeless. It'll never get old because I could be like, why didn't the man from Saudi Arabia hear about and he just named any current event? <laughs> right? Why didn't the man sure from Saudi can. Arabia hear about the presidential debate last night? And then even if you know the, the answer, I still get to say it. So, well, because he's been living under a rock. Because he's been living under a rock. <laughs> That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Look up the maps, Middle East. All right, man. Guess the race time. Chat room. Y'all the guests this time. So uh, it's time for y'all to get yes, racist. Yes, they are. Um, this one's kind of sad, man. This is this lady got uh, found guilty of child neglect. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's guess the race of this lady. Okay, Nicole, the trial of a mother accused of doing nothing to protect her boys while their father went on a deadly rampage, ending with a twist. Our team's Kevin Ozebeck explains why prosecutors only got part of what they wanted. He's at the Broward Courthouse now. Kevin? Craig, prosecutors were trying to convict Deanna De Jesus of both child neglect and manslaughter. The jury, though, could only come up with a unanimous decision on the neglect charge. A few moments after the jury's decision is read, the conviction sinks in. Deanna De Jesus could spend the next 15 years in prison. Her attorney is Terrence Moods. She's had to relive through this trial for the past week the same thing she relived on that day. I mean, it's been horrible. But prosecutors don't have much sympathy. They believe she failed to protect her children on the night of February the 9th. That evening, her husband, William De Jesus, drove his family into this RV park. Police say he stabbed Deanna, their two young boys, and finally himself. Damn. William and the oldest son would die. Deanna and the youngest son would survive. Entered into evidence was an interview with the surviving child. Okay. Um, at any time did you try to stop your father? I was saying, please, no, please. And he, he said, sorry, son. While the boy was pleading for his life, prosecutors claim his mother did nothing to stop her husband's violent rampage. In the courtroom, they told the jury she allowed her husband to follow through with his fatal plans. What I want is I want to make sure that she has no further contact with this child and that she really has no further children would be my preference. On top of getting Deanna De Jesus convicted of child neglect, the prosecution also tried to get her convicted of manslaughter. But the jury could never come up with a unanimous decision on that second charge. So prosecutors may go for a retrial. When it comes to the defense, it may appeal the child neglect conviction. Deanna's attorney says there's no way she could have controlled her husband. Nobody could have foreseen what this guy was doing. You know, he was hallucinating. He was getting off of oxycodone. He was on cocaine. If there is no appeal, we just have to wait for Deanna De Jesus to be sentenced. Remember, the charge of child neglect comes with a maximum sentence of 15 years in prison. But if she was also found guilty of the manslaughter charge, she would be facing a maximum sentence of 45 years behind bars. Woo. All right. <clears throat> I have a question about yeah. this story. Mm-hmm. So he just started wilding out. Uh, see, that's the I thing. I mean, did he tell her I'm going to do this? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know why she's charged with child neglect. Me either. She got stabbed, too. Okay. So it was like I, like I saw that story. I was like, that is weird as shit. That- if she got stabbed, I mean, he attacked everybody. She yeah. may have even got stabbed trying to protect one of the children. Right, and and it's like they charged her with it too. So I don't know if she was on drugs too, or like what it was. You know, I mean, I can only guess that it's because it was in Florida that they just charged the parents anyway. Because you know, it's a ratchet state, and you know, a, a betting man would be right that somehow the parents were both in on it because they're both from Florida. Wow. So chat room, guess the race. 
that's, uh, that's not cool at all. Mm-mm. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Deanna Dehus, Dehus, 38. And then that dude was like, I hope she don't never have a child again. Damn, dog. Come on. See, loves mittens, kittens, and rides around on 24 Kobe Jack wheels. <laughs> so that's gotta be white, cause Kobe Jack is a type of cheese. One who said oranges on the side of the highway? A, who said that? Oh, Leonard Brothers. <laughs> a big booty Cuban bitch who eats pork sandwiches. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. It looks like uh, those are all the only guesses for uh, this one. The correct answer is white. It was a white woman who married a Mexican man. Y'all fucked up, didn't you? Your racism was too wrong. It was off. Um, somebody got it right, though. Um, here's another story that's just kind of sad, too, but sad for Army veteran reason. Michael Nash is suing the federal government. In 2010, the 61-year-old was at the Lexington VA Medical Center undergoing surgery for a penile implant replacement and oh. circumcision. The surgery oh. went well. His attorney said... A penile implant I'm assuming that's penis. That's right. In his penis, he already had an implant. And I guess he needed to get it replaced. Maybe he wanted to, you know, upgrade to a next model. I don't know. I'll get a tune-up. And uh, I have stupid question. Does it keep it straight or hard? I don't understand. I don't know if it was one of those that was enhancing the size or the girth. I don't know. It's oh. his penis. Each man's. It's like boob jobs, you know. Yeah, you got to get tune-ups on them suckers, too. Yeah. Unlike a boob job, though, I've never heard anybody getting a penis reduction unless they plan on changing sex. True. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, he was getting his uh, penis... Um, uh getting it getting that tune up so okay yes, the post-operative care did not the lawsuit claims the nurse placed ice packs on mr nash's penile area to reduce pain and swelling but kept the ice in place for 19 hours <gasps> 19 hours i mean we're talking about gross negligence here we're talking about something that never should have happened and there was it, it was gross all right 19 Shit, what what kind of ice you have? A freeze pack? Ice don't last no 19 hours? result in this case is tragic. The lawsuit says Nash experienced severe frostbite of his penis, which led to gangrene. Because of... Oh! Wow! Oh. Did he lose his penis? I, I don't... Frosty the penis. Oh... The frostbite and the gangrene on Mr. Nash's penis, he had to have a very significant portion of his penis amputated. <gasps> oh, it's a cold world, Karen. Cold, cold world. Cold, frosty world. <laughs> Five inches. You think now it's like he go to Wendy's like, would you like a frosty? Oh, no. Don't want frost on shit. <laughs> yeah. Chris- I only want frosting. <laughs> yeah, Chris is like, oh, yeah, you want to watch uh, Frosty the Snowman or you want to watch Rudolph the... No, not Frosty. Mm-mm. Not that. Section was removed. Attorney Larry Jones says the incident has left his client unable to have sex or even urinate normally. It's completely... <laughs> oh, oh man, he can't uh... even pee normally. I wonder how he pees then. I don't know. Does it trickle? Does it shoot out like a water hose? Maybe it freezes. It might. Shit, she froze it. If it was Gotham City, he'd get some type of superpowers from this. That's all I'm saying. Of course. Stated this man. Penis man. I mean, he is horribly upset and depressed. 
The lawsuit was filed here in federal court in Louisville. It seeks $10 million in damages. Attorney Larry Jones says that's simply a ceiling, that his client could receive less. But on the other hand, he says perhaps no amount of money will replace what his client lost. The suit came about after Nash's... For, so for $10 million, would you give up your penis? No, and I only got one. $10 million, but you can't pee correctly or use your penis sexually for the rest of your life. Shit, you, that, a lot of that money is probably going to be put in medical bills anyway. Oh, I don't even want to know what it looks like. You know they got to send pictures in and shit. Oh. Oh, man. Federal tort claim was denied. In July of this year, the Department of Veterans Affairs wrote, quote, it is our opinion that there was no negligence. The VA declined to comment on the lawsuit. Hey, no man. negligence? Yep. If you uh, got a small dick, man, I say you don't roll the dice on that one, bro. Just no, I, find I, you a woman with, with a, a small, small vagina. vagina. That's my vote. Yeah. Find her. Find a woman with a small vagina or, or shit. Buy a bigger deal, though. Do something. We can work around this, honey. Yeah, stay away from them size queens, dog. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ten million dollars or no dick is not an option I have one. Nah, say that again. That. I feel bad for him. Mm. You know his friends just be fucking with him and shit? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go fucking night, y'all. What you about to do? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I guess you want to play video games all day again, huh? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Next one. Oh, he can't even get jacked off or he can't even get a blowjob. Oh, I feel bad. This is actually a uh, guess the race here. Okay. So here we go. Are they the clues to catch a crook? They are just pictures on a laptop. I mean, we all have them on our computers or maybe our cell phones. But tonight, a Valley couple is using them and a little high-tech help to find a thief. CBS 5's Lindsay Reiser visited the scene of the crime. And, Lindsay, what can you tell us? Well, this Mesa CPA and his wife were so upset someone sold their computer, they decided to roll up their sleeves and start playing detective. They were not only able to write the person note, but even get some photos of the potential criminals. We aren't ones to just lie down. When Derek Doba heard the door to his office open, he thought it was his wife, Christiana. But when she came in 10 minutes later... I walk into my office and I see that my computer's not there. Derek and Christiana filed a police report but didn't stop there. Derek got onto their LogMeIn account where he remotely accessed the stolen computer. The other individual on the other end didn't really know what was happening and we started fighting for control over the cursor. Derek... So this... Ah! First of all, is this not the best advertisement for logmen.com ever? What? Like, don't you want this power? Like, hmm, mm, look into that. Shit, we might have to get to log me in. Yeah, still my laptop, I just pop up like, what's up, nigga? Open up a Word document like, you bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> this computer is possessed by a ghost. Give it back. I know. I'm coming after you. Yeah. Says he wrote whoever had the computer a note. I said a couple of choice words uh, that I won't repeat, and then basically said that bring back our computer, we can see you, and the police are on the way. But whoever was online quickly logged off. Derek lost hope until a few days later when my wife came into me and said, Did you upload files to my computer or pictures? I said, no, of course not. Derek uses Carbonite, a digital hard drive that let him see photos uploaded to the stolen computer. She's, oh, oh shit, he was prepared. We have a picture of this guy. These are the pictures, and while Derek says he remembers seeing his people... Ar- First of all, wow! I'm going to put this link in the prepared. chat room. 
But oh my god, just picture this nigga. And I'm not gonna say the race, so because I don't want y'all to win. Guess the race unfairly, but goddamn it, the pick is this motherfucker. <laughs> Good god, like what a horrible, horrible way to get caught as a criminal. He has a picture of himself naked. Yeah, naked. He uploaded naked pictures of himself. I don't know if he's about to holler to catch a predator or what. Yeah, and this dude was prepared. He had he he had his own server. He had his own backup server. Shit, wow. Yeah. Oh, you talking about the victim? Yeah, yeah. Like he was prepared. Yeah, he knew this shit was coming one day. Around the office near the time the computer was stolen, Mesa police are investigating. So far, no one has been arrested. We won't quit. We're coming for oh, you. Oh, they're going to find them. Now, they last tracked the computer to Yuma, but now they don't know where it is. So if you know anything about this, call Mesa Police. Yeah. He's the only thing short of a GPS on the, on the sucker. Yeah. So let's check the chat room. Uh, what race was the criminal who stole the laptop and got caught taking the picture of himself <laughs> and uploading it to there? Let's see. Wiggity, wiggity white, says Nick the Jew. Bring on the Bree, says Sigu. Jim Lehrer. <laughs> That's good. A pink bologna hot dog dicked white mammal. It's very the, descriptive. Stephen Richards White, says from the Jacks. Uh, the correct answer is a white man. Yes. Everyone got that one right. Yes. And he going to put the pick in the chat. Oh, my goodness. I'll just put the, um, I'll put the article. I'm going to get an article. Yeah, the picture is. Uh, that pick of and, him butt booty naked. Yeah. Good grief, man. What a loser. Motherfucker look like, uh, <laughs> he like, um, what's that? What's that crazy ass actor that played in, um, Nick Nolte. He look like Nick Nolte, dog. Aww. Like an old ass Nick Nolte with no shirt on. All right. Here's another, uh, guess the race article. Domestic violence battery. The court finds probable cause, Mr. Schwartz. Are there any parts on Mr. Schwartz? Um, I didn't see anything. No, sir. Mr. What? There's something going on from the 60s. Oh, well, you know, a lot happened in the 60s. We can uh, over. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. That must be the video of the actual sentencing. I don't care about that. Yeah. Let me just tell you the article. A 74-year-old Hollywood man has been arrested for allegedly slapping his wife in a heated dispute about the 2012 presidential election. On Wednesday, Peter Swartz told Broward County Judge John J. Hurley that he and his wife argued after they had gone out to eat. He said his wife told him that she disliked him because of his choice of presidential candidate. Well, damn. She said, you're like my mother. You like Romney. That means I don't like you. I said, I didn't say I don't like, I didn't say I don't like Romney. Hurley said, this sounds confusing already. Yes, it does. Hurley said that before Schwartz sees his wife again, he wants to, the issue to settle down. He ordered Schwartz to pay 500, to stay 500 feet away from his wife until another judge rules otherwise. Hurley allowed him only to talk to her by phone. He, the judge reminded Schwartz about the adage of never talk religion and politics in polite company. With your wife though? How about this adage? Don't hit your fucking wife. I know it's so. God damn. This shit ain't rocket science, judge. Stop trying to be clever. Don't hit your wife. That's why you in here. I don't give a fuck if she's voting for the devil. <laughs> I, I know a, it's so. You don't hit her. Get a divorce or shut the fuck up. Sir, looks, looks like, looks, look where we've come with this, said Hurley. Now we have spouses coming at each other over this. 
Schwartz reacted by No, these were other issues besides right. the presidential debate debate. Come on now. How about the idea that this dude likes to hit people? Hello. Schwartz reacted by raising his arms in the air. It's ridiculous, your honor, he said. Hollywood police responded to the couple's home at 8 p.m. Tuesday, where Swartz and his wife both said they argued about politics. According to the police, Swartz said he slapped his wife on the left side of her face and pushed her, causing her to fall on some grass outside of the building. Uh, her, his wife told police she had run away from Swartz as he yelled at her about President Barack Obama and Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney. As of this year, Swartz said his wife uh, were listed as voters with no party affiliation. I'm going to be 75 in a month and a half. Yeah, too old to be doing this shit. I know it's so. My wife is 47, and I treasure her more than my life. Woo! Damn. Let's see, that's her fault, too. You know what I mean? They say don't blame the victim, but come on. 74? You 47? Ain't no love. I don't know love. to be your daddy. Ain't no love that strong. Mm-hmm. You knew when you married that man, he was a wife-abusing Republican. That's right! It's Mitt Romney's it new stance, and uh, that is what Barack Obama will be saying tomorrow. It sounds like it. That's yeah, you, she, and I bet you this, this is not the first time he done smacked her and pushed her down. Yeah. Barack Obama could have won the debate if he also would have been lying. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> All right, let me take the chat room. Uh, guess the race of the man who beats his wife because she doesn't like Mitt Romney. One with pink nipples and a tendency to burn when in the sun too long. Uh-oh. One who invented alcohol enemas, Hugh Hefner partner, or Hugh Hef's partner, <laughs> a raw oyster cracker. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, the correct answer for those playing That's interesting. Guesses, which one is interesting? Raw oyster cracker? Yes. <laughs> the correct answer is white. It was a white man. Mm-hmm. You knew he was, he was a white man because he hit her over Mitt Romney. Come on, dog. But that's not an argument you have in... Uh, Black House, it'd be the opposite way. Like, his wife was going to vote for Mitt Romney. Uh, yeah, yes. But uh, uh, th- I'm not covering all this, but apparently Nicki Minaj cussed out Mariah Carey. Wow. Uh, she thinks Mariah Carey said something about, um, uh, if I had a, something about kicking their ass or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'll, it's on TMZ. I'll try to play some, see if you guys can make it out, but. It's really not the best sound quality. It sounds like someone recorded it on their phone or something like that. But uh, let me play something for you anyway. I say play, damn it. Oh, what? There you go. So I was just saying, think it's a joke, think it's a joke to Mariah Carey. She's pointing at her. And they all look stupid because they're all sitting at that fucking four, the table with four seats and they're all facing forward. Yes. And she's yelling at the top of her lungs. Mariah Carey isn't saying anything. She's just sitting there. So, yeah, that's what Nicki Minaj sounds like when she's yelling and arguing uh, and threatening someone's life. Uh, uh, you know what? She doesn't even look scared with that pink hair. I really hate to be right. like that. Right. Like, who's going to be scared but, of a chick yeah, with I'm pink, like, pink hair in a Barbie doll dress? Yeah, I was like, you, you like you ought to sit you on the counter and pet your head or something. You yeah. do not. Yeah. I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> 
It's like, what are you talking about? Bitch, I said I'm going to knock you out. Pull my strength again. Right. Come on, strawberry shortcake. Nobody <laughs> has time for this. I know. She has some My Little Ponies to race or some shit. Ah, you better. Come in looking like Rainbow Bright. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in blackface and yes. threatening people and shit Mm-mm. on national TV, embarrassing yourself no, and your Mariah brand. Mariah probably start laughing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just ridiculous, man. I, sad that that's what America Idol is falling to, but uh, I've never watched an episode and will continue not to. I know it's so. So, um, apparently, sword ratcheting this time, Karen. Yes arrested 36-year-old Brian Ahrens after they say he threatened to kill his stepfather with a ninja sword early this morning. A neighbor called police saying Ahrens was swinging a sword in his backyard dressed in camouflage and yelling. And here's what officers say when they arrived. Ahrens came out of the house reaching for his sword. The officer then drew his gun and Ahrens dropped that weapon. Ahrens is facing charges of disorderly conduct, public intoxication and harassment. Now, anytime you hear that they dropped the sword when the gun was pointed at them, that means they were crazy. But not that crazy. But they wasn't crazy. Yeah, they, they, they level, they, they level, they level the craziness stopped. He they so, was like, I'm crazy, but I ain't about to get shot. He sobered up pretty quick. He's like, oh, that's a gun. That's a gun. Oh, bullets, bullets, bullets. He's like, it's a uh, paper, rock, scissors, sword, uh, gun. So, <laughs> yes. No, gun, thank you. Gun wins. Uh, but yeah, man, um, yeah, uh, so ratchet this man, stabbing his stepfather and shit. People that's loved and taking care of you and you just we, do that. We guessing the dre- race. Dre- yeah, you guess the race. They're dressed in camouflage, running around, swinging a sword in the backyard as an adult in his parents' backyard. Big lip watermelon eating jungle bunny. White oh. says Cameron Booker. Pink ass. Ah! That's new. Pink ass. One who is able to be blindfolded with dental floss. A you touch you by chink, says Popson, taking it to chink, always. Descendant of the last samurai, Tom Cruise White. And corner ape. Correct answer is <laughs> corner ape. I don't even know what that means. Me either. I don't it even is, know what color that's associated with. That's just good ra- racism right there. Uh, the correct answer is white. It was a white man. Yes. Um, uh, let's see what else articles we got. Um, oh, here's one about a Florida teacher. Uh oh, that's right. Now, if it's from Florida, it's probably gonna be ratchet. It's a good thing Chill isn't listening live, right? I say I know it's so. Oh, and I forgot to say for the Nicki Minaj article. Oh, Charlotte. Okay, you feel better, Chill? Oh, now, that happened here. Yep, that was the Charlotte editions of uh. American Idol that brought out the rich, the ratchetness of uh, Rainbow Bright, <laughs> and uh, apparently she decided to to go all crazy on uh, Mariah Carey. I can't, and she was like, Mariah Carey threatened to kick my ass. Like, I can't even picture Mariah Carey fixing her lips to say that shit. She oh talks, no, it's a grown woman that talks about butterflies and shit all day. I know it's so. Uh, you got two kids. Maybe she said it in that high pitch octave that nobody can understand but her. And dogs. Of course. It was like, ah! I was like, oh, I know what that means. All right. Uh, oh, Florida. Out of that chilling story out of Florida where a high school teacher has been arrested for putting a hit out on a fellow teacher. James Pepe was charged yesterday, and ABC's Lindsay Davis has the story. Students say one minute James Pepe was teaching them a history lesson, and the next minute 
he was history, arrested right in the middle of class ah, he after he history. allegedly tried to hire a hitman. Not exactly your textbook murder for hire. Uh, shocked. Police in plants. They got shocked. They got jokes. It was a murder mystery from a teacher's pet. Like, they just knew there was a teacher and murder for hire, and they just went in. It was like, go! What the jokes? Yeah. City of Florida arrested the 55-year-old high school social studies teacher during school Thursday after he allegedly attempted to hire an out-of-state hitman to take out Robert Meredith, a fellow teacher. Very strange, very disconcerting, you know, if that makes sense. Overnight, Meredith told our Tampa affiliate WFTS through his front door he doesn't know why Pepe would have wanted him dead. Never any scuffles or even words exchanged? Never. Never. Police say they were tipped off about the plot in August when the man Pepe thought he was hiring to kill his colleague instead called investigators. It had moved beyond Damn. just a fixation to a point. Why do these dudes even, like, does murder for hire ever work? Mm-mm. It seems like these dudes immediately go to the cops like, oh, yeah, this nigga wants me to kill somebody. Yeah, unless you part of, like, the mafia or some underground gang. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, if you don't have the connections, you just can't do it. I know it's so. You can't just meet a dude from up the, the street, street like, and be like, hey, hey man. I know, you know, hey, here's 50 cent. Go shoot somebody. You look like a hit, man. Like, you can't just go on Craigslist. You look like you can punch somebody in the face. Yeah, looking for a hit, man, to kill a rival at school. Apply hill. Yeah. And where he believed there was actual danger, uh, and that's when he notified law enforcement. Plant City Police called the FBI, which says it taped a series of phone calls between Pepe and an undercover agent. In one recording made two weeks ago, Pepe allegedly told the officer he, quote, had an issue he might need taken care of. Pepe allegedly also told the agent he'd be willing to pay $2,000. But when the agent tried to arrange a meeting, Pepe balked. At that point, we felt there was enough probable cause to go ahead and file it with the state attorney's office. Students say Pepe liked being called Dr. Professor Pepe. Well, Dr. Professor Pepe is now charged with solicitation of first-degree murder. He's being held at a Tampa jail. Is that like a rap name? Dr. Professor Pepe? Dr. Professor Pepe. Dr. Professor. It's like a, it's like a more expensive Dr. Pepper. <laughs> without bail and makes his first court appearance today. He did not respond nor his lawyer to our attempts to seek. All right. Well, guess the race chat room. Of Dr. Professor Pepe. Pepe. All right. The black guy who tips Hitman. <laughs> 55, he came over with Tony Montana Cuban B. Post-1993, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't even know what race that is. Is that white woman? I don't know. His new job will be the background dancer at Sabado Gigante. <laughs> A French whiz cheese shitter. The correct answer is Latino. He was some type of Latino man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he would do that. Um, what? 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 What an idiot! You just how you just gonna walk up? Hey man, I need a hit, man. What you doing today? Yeah, I got you, man. What's your plans? Yeah. Feel like doing a hit? Right. <laughs> you look big and muscular. Uh, this mother guessed the race. Oh. My, uh, Mia Gracie Thompson dumped her infant Thursday in a remote area outside of town. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Three weeks old. Mia Gracie Thompson is the baby. I'm sorry. That's the infant. The mother is Kendra 
Meeker, Kendra Meeker of Tulane, willingly caused the life of her daughter to be endangered by abandoning the baby alongside a rural road for nearly 12 hours. Damn. A stray dog could have chomped that baby up, man. To death. Not to mention baby can't eat. Like, just gonna throw a baby into the wilderness? Like, does nobody know you can just drop these little motherfuckers off at the fire station if it gets The hospital? Up? Come on now. Jesus. Was gas t- too expensive? Now you're going to prison, dummy. Uh, further, she is accused of lying to police about the infant's whereabouts while her daughter went unattended and went without food between 8.30 and 8 p.m. Thursday. Damn. Meeker was charged in Stark County Circuit Court on Friday morning with obstruction of justice, class 4 felony punishable by one to three years in, in prison, endangering the life of the health of a child, a class A misdemeanor carrying a maximum jail term of close to one year. Bond was set at $100,000, meaning she will have to pay $10,000 to be released from custody. She'll remain jailed late Friday, and her next court appearance is October 12th. Mia was being cared for Friday at an unspecified hospital, while her 11-month-old sister, Mercedes, was with relatives. She has two babies. Ooh. Mia and Mercedes, and the mama's name is uh, Kendra Mika. Mia was reported, <laughs> guess the race, right? Mia was reported uh, missing in an Amber Alert on Thursday. Uh, Mika told police she had stopped at the Tulin Post Office about 8, 10 a.m. to mail a package and get out of, and got out of the car, leaving behind Mia and Mercedes. Mika told police she had driven away from the spot and did not notice Mia was missing until later. Wow. So she tried to pull the typical, somebody came and stole my baby, because you know how criminals can't wait to steal babies crying spitting throwing up babies yeah, yeah. you know criminal. Yeah. oh i would love to take care of a baby i would love to steal a baby yeah i'm leaving the car that cries and poops uh sheriff, and not worth no money to a criminal come on sheriff jimmy dyson is like i sell this baby straight cash homie testified at friday court here and said he doubted mika's story from the beginning when she came to the office to file a report i didn't believe her when she denied having done something with a baby dyson let said later outside of court but uh with no proof of his suspicions and with an infant missing he had no choice but to request an amber alert i had to what i believe didn't matter True. uh yeah i think she's had to pay back for any apb amber alert any <laughs> any police resources wasted oh, she wasted their time when questioned later by illinois state police the fbi investigators Meeker eventually changed her story and admitted she left the infant alone on a rural road Meeker, wearing standard orange jail attire said nothing during her brief court appearance friday except to answer questions from circuit city judge Stuart borden determining whether she qualified for a public defender she told him she had no job and no income Meeker has been living with her parents, Ken and Rita Meeker, in Tulane, along with Mia and Mercedes and Timothy Thompson, the father of both children. So she didn't, she can't even say she didn't have a support unit around her. Uh, Thompson and Ken Meeker were among several family members who attended the court hearing, but they did not comment except in brief group statement read by the family. This has been a hellish 24 hours that our family has endured, said Sandy Hollingsworth of Marcells, a maternal aunt of the defendant and great aunt of Mia. Man, the whole family came out for this shit. Um, but yet she left a baby on the okay, side of the road. Okay. According to charges filed Friday, Mika drove outside of Tulin to County Road. And when she left, it, she took the girl from the car and laid her on the roadside gravel. It's like a car could have hit her. Anything could have happened. She could crawl into the middle of the street. Wow. 
nearly a half day later during the time which time scores of volunteers and police come to the area mia was found by a pair of volunteer searchers who stopped at the remote site got out of their vehicle and heard her crying they retrieved the baby and brought her to nearby emergency workers stark county state's attorney james owens declined to discuss the charges further including meeker's motivations she said uh, he said he does not know if anyone else might be charged and my thing is this motherhood uh, is overrated and i agree yes it is Mm -hmm. they be lying yes that's what happened um and then you know a pedophile person could have been walking by i'm dog joking aside and walked off with the child you never seen her again luckiest pedophile ever yeah you walk and you just see a baby crying on the side of the road Ooh, Ooh, free a baby. a baby Ooh, we don't get no we don't get no younger than this i, I know them they gotta wait till they get six or seven my prayers to the pedophile god has been answered and now as soon as i finish my my sermon at the catholic church oh okay so <laughs> guess the race of kendra uh meeker mm-hmm. um of Toulon. Let's see. <clears throat> One who carries their own ranch dressings at a restaurant, black. Fajita connoisseur. <laughs> That's a good one. A single black woman who needs to get, be put on notice. A Guinness drinker who dreams of owning horses and retiring to Niggerhead Ranch with Mittens Peckerwood. Oh. Moon Cricket. I actually just learned that one. Okay, Nick, did you? No problem. Oh, That's a good I got one. A vocabulary. A good Shout one. out. We are teaching one member at a time mm-hmm. to be more and more racist. One who heads straight to the hair salon on the first of the month. Uh, a pope, a poo poo colored black bitch who expects five star service at McDonald's. That's Popson. Anytime y'all hear one that's just like ridiculous, that's probably Popson. <laughs> just like, let me be as offensive as possible. Uh, colored, Jigaboo keeping it classy. Uh, keeping it classic says Cameron Booker. The correct answer is. White. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all racist. All y'all was wrong, you white. You you racist against these black people. It was a white woman dropping her baby that she named Mia and Mercedes, and her first name was Kendra, and See, she was white. Contest clues. Contest mm-hmm. clues messed me up, too. Yeah. I seen the picture. That's the only reason why I knew. I just said she was black, too, so don't feel That's bad. That's what chat. happened. Don't feel bad, chat room. Hey, well, th- hold out hope. Maybe she just real, real, real light skinned. Yeah, and the one, the person that said the uh, fajita. Yeah, yeah, I understand that one too. Prosecutors in Southern Minnesota are recommending four years in prison for a man who has pleaded guilty to charges in a car crash that killed two women, including one who witnesses says says he was ha- so witnesses say he was having sex with while driving. <gasps> oh, oh my! Mm-hmm. Head in the whip, but not crashing it. Ha <laughs> ha. Actually, he was crashing it. Mark, head on head. Mark Anders Challen told the Blue Earth District Court. Blue Earth? What is this happening? Mass Effect? What the fuck? <laughs> Blue Earth District Court? I know. What the fuck is this at? What jurisdiction is this? What 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 planet did we go to, Say baby? Minnesota. Blue Earth District Court. Wow. That's the name of the big name in the county. Commander Shepard said uh, today <laughs> uh, that the Turians would not attack again. The Geths were coming. Um, all right. Walk, uh, he told Judge Bradley Walker Monday he doesn't remember anything about what led to last year's crash that killed 23 year old Amber Menezes of Mankato and 35 year old Jonah Martin of Lakeville. This nigga was rolling with a 23 year old and a 35 year old and fucking one of them while driving. Wow. YOLO. 
to the fullest. Witnesses told investigators Menezes was straddling Challen while he was driving on Country Road, or County Road and Road 90. Straddling? How was he straddling her? She was straddling him. Oh. So he was driving, and I'm assuming she put her legs over him and was kind of like fucking him as he was driving. Wow. Yeah. How do you keep your focus like that? Not very well, apparently. I know. Uh, Shallon's car slammed head on into Martin's vehicle. Oh, so Martin wasn't in the vehicle with them. She was the one who died because it was a head on collision. So he hit her car while fucking the, the other girl. Oh, and she died. Yeah. Wow. And he's been charged. Uh, he pleaded guilty to vehicle, vehicular homicide. So guess the race chat room of Mr. Mark Anders Challen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking people while driving. Wow. At least she wasn't sucking his dick and then like she would bit his dick off and choke to death. That would have been sad. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. Uh a fuck ass cracker says Pop son. I'm gonna say white, says Nick the Jew. Oh, then he'd have had to get that surgery. One who Cuban bees MLK's birthday every year. Ha! <laughs> He who, who, who he was also eating cheese at the time of the accident. One who froze his dick before driving. And, of course, the uh, classic crack-ass cracker from Cameron Booking, uh, Booker. Uh, dude has three names. Probably white. <laughs> also, probably shot a president. Uh, correct answer is That's a good white. one. Probably shot a president. He's white. Um, this is just a funny story. It's not guess the race, but I'll just go over it quickly. They they put a cardboard cutout of a police officer mm-hmm. in his store as like crime prevention. So then some patrons of the store stole the the cardboard cutout of the police officer, <gasps> and now they take pictures with it on Facebook at parties and shit. Oh, oh! So they posted everywhere they go. Oh, yeah. they're trolling the police officers, ain't they? They trolling the cops. They troll, <laughs> they're they're like, come get the your boy. Like they, they made a Facebook profile for him and tagged him to shit. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's it's on. I could imagine that. What was that week weekends with the police officer? You know how to have weekends with Bernie. He's, he's called uh, PC Bob B O B B. PC. And uh, yeah, he's PC on. Bob. Like, it's like, hey Walmart, we hanging out with PC Bob. God damn. They gonna get caught. That's gonna be funny. Of course, you posting that shit everywhere. They gonna find your ass. Uh, last guess the race story. Last story of the show. Okay. A man offered a teen girl money for sex at Win Dixie. Oh, <gasps> that's right. Is that some around here to my Win Dixie? You know that ain't across the country. That's right, people. They still got Win Dixies. All the Win Dixies here closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently not at Cocoa Beach. Wherever that is. I have no idea. Where is Cocoa Beach? Somewhere in North Carolina. No, South North Carolina? Carolina. Might be in Georgia. I know somewhere down south, Cocoa Beach. Yeah, is that see. the only place that um has when Dixie still? Oh, nope. Florida. It's Florida. Oh, Cocoa Beach is Florida? God damn, chill. Let your people stop being ratchet. Why are you holding the nation hostage down there? Oh, I thought that was somewhat... Well, it is for the South. Y'all better not let me down with this swing vote shit. <laughs> y'all I will be it. upset if y'all do chill. I y'all, ain't even gonna lie. Y'all kicking y'all out of America if y'all go red. A uh, man offered teen girl money for sex at Winn-Dixie. 
uh 60 a 65 year old brevard county male is accused uh a brevard county man is accused of offering to pay a teen girl for sex at a win dixie his name is carlinis robinette carlinis robinette of cocoa beach also tried to prevent the 16 year old girl from leaving the grocery store after she turned him down when he asked for other sexual favors from the victim i like how he was negotiating He's like, let me get some pussy, little girl. She's like, I am a little girl, sir. Well, don't leave. What about head? <laughs> Anal? Hand job. Hand job, $5. Oh. Like, he was, he was like the, the world's most, uh, persistent pedophile. He started going down. $10? $5. Yeah. $7? We can work something $2? $2.50? $2.50 in the Big Mac. Yeah. I saw you looking at that Us Weekly. You a single white woman. I know you can't help it. Um, Robinette was arrested Wednesday from alleged for the alleged solicitation, while police say uh, which police say happened September 16th at the store. He was charged with solicitation of prostitution, child abuse, false imprisonment, and assault. Robinette attempted to prevent the juvenile from leaving, but she was able to get away because he owed as shit and contact police. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Oh, I bet you she did. All right, so she's like, I beat you with your cane. Beat it. So guess the race, guys of. Carlinis Robinette, pedophile and prostitute lover of women that aren't actually prostitutes, but he's just trying to work on them and give them something about their mind. Nick the Jew says, Black. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how she meant for me to read it. George Zimmerman's parole officer. Oh, I don't know what race that would be. Cheddar Biscuit, Cheddar Bay Biscuit lover. Clarence Carter listener, that's black. Booty blended black. Mexicano. So you know a Mexican. I guess they do be on that young shit. Nobody mm-hmm. gonna go with Indian? I mean, y'all watch the Catch a Predator? Okay. <laughs> the guesses are in. The correct answer. Oh, Gandhi, says Popson. Gandhi lover. The correct answer is, is. white man. Mm-hmm. Named Carlinis Robinson. Now, I don't know how anybody got that. Me either, because Carleno sound Mexican to me. Carlinis, Carlinis, not Carleno. Oh. <laughs> Carlinis Robinson sounds like a nigga that plays, like, uh, defensive back for, like, LSU. Like, Carlinis Robinette with a interception. <laughs> third of the day. Yes. Like, I don't know how. Yes, 50 yards. Yeah, anybody got that Career shit. Career high. Yeah, anybody got that shit is... A fucking G at guess the race, cause I I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that with a hundred guesses. Me either. I'm like, you sure it's not it's not black? <laughs> no, right? That's guess number ninety nine. Um, Mexican. Yeah, that's guess number ninety nine. Rod, you want to go with something else? Uh, for guess one hundred, man, <laughs> I'm a. You sure it's not black? I'm gonna go with black. <laughs> I know it's calling this Robinette, right? Mm-hmm, that's yeah. black. Yes. Um, Are you tricking sir, me? sir, we have told you the other 99 times that yeah. the answer's incorrect. It's wrong for the hundredth time. I, don't, I think you let me look at this picture. No, that's, that white man is black. I can see from his <laughs> I can see it in his eyes. Yeah, that's a black ass white man. <laughs> well, you've, been, you've been listening to the Blackout Test podcast. Um, and, uh, we'll be back Saturday with another episode. Today's episode we will. was sponsored. By Shadow Dog Productions, a short feature film, In the Goodbye, starring Alexi Yings and Vanell. Which is very good. $7. 
uh you can have the dvd which has shipping it's free four dollars for uh i mean the dvd is free with shipping like like it has free shipping it's seven dollars and shipping that's including the shipping and also it has five audio commentaries interviews behind the scene footage and bloopers mm-hmm. a lot for seven dollars uh and you you also uh can get the digital download for four dollars if that if you just want that um and you get it at shadowdollproductions.com slash itg dot html but just go to shadowdollproductions.com click around on things buy shit it helps out the show tremendously uh it's a real good way to show support and it probably won't cost you more than a dollar to to actually go out there and say hey here's a couple dollars and it's what keeps them believing in us and giving us money so that we can continue to do the show and have stuff like microphones come in and go to the wrong address and then i gotta go leave work early tomorrow (laughs) Ah! and pick that motherfucker up i'm sure that'll be a random thought sunday oh yes that adventure um but yeah saturday we'll be back um don't forget also adamandeve.com use the code tbgwt 50 percent off of one item three free dvds free shipping and a free central gift that i can't even tell you what it is it's just that central guys um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I do too. I do too. And before you mm-hmm. uh, uh, wrap it up, I Go want ahead. to um, let everybody know, please vote for us on Stitcher. Um, if you are has, have a Stitcher account, go through your Stitcher. If you don't, just go to Stitcher.com and nominate us for the Stitcher Awards. It would just be cool just to know that uh, you guys uh, love us that much. Yeah, man. So I, I appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, you guys are um, awesome, man. It's fun doing the show um you guys make it awesome to do the show it's cool having a listener fan base it and, is um, it is and, and, and it's such a cool cool feeling and we and we love the love and just so you uh know uh it ends october the 19th and you can vote every day and check out black sexy geeky and mentos la- the last episode amber p did it was excellent. if you're fans of us chonella.com and uh firestarter and uh possibly girl on guy although i didn't run that one by so i'm not sure that's what she was doing but uh yeah hilarious uh hilarious it uh, was y'all already know how we feel about amber p so yes we love her y'all should be checking her out anyway um all right man i guess it's time to get back to some fantasy football yes sir. Um, although if you have the teams involved in tonight's game you're gonna lose so they suck um, <laughs> we'll be back follow us on twitter i'm Rodimus prime i'll say that again that is in d-a-t uh show twitter's at t-b-g-w-t uh, five star reviews on iTunes. Donate. Like us on Facebook. Um, you know, you know the contact information. Blackout tip slash about. Help the show out so we can keep helping you. Uh, until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
while all of my closest friends out partying. I'm just here making all the music that they party to. But party on, party on all night, nigga. I got these new rappers nervous prom night, nigga. I grow tired of these fucking grown man liars. Storytellers, they ain't even need a campfire. Uh, but I just wanna tell the truth. Before one of these haters load a couple shells and shoot. This shit feel like when Fred Rose star was a sunset park, stunting hard in the yellow goose. Yeah, and I'm a motherfucking best target, but a target nonetheless. And I just started. Was that directed and why? Can't be. They must be talking to themselves, hold hands free. Yeah, and I'm just filling up this daily planner. Getting busy, cause I'm a star, no spangled banner. Jealous dudes get to talking in their music. And I just say I wrote it for your girlfriends, Kelsey Grandma. Yeah, that's what life becomes when you're doing you. Welcome to Hollywood, don't let this town ruin you. And if you pillow talking with the women that are screwing you, just know that she gon' tell another nigga when she through with you. Don't get impatient when it takes too long. You trick it all even when it tastes too strong. Yeah, I gotta feel alive even if it kills me. Promise to always give you me, the real me. Who would've thought I'd be caught in this life? Let's celebrate with a toast and get lost in tonight and make it all light up. Hey, Guru, tell, tell homegirl to open that ace. Wait until the sun goes down, we gon' make this bitch light up. Even when the sun goes down, I'ma make it go. Ow, hoes turn their heads like owls. I'm the man of the owl. Triple entendre, don't even ask me how. Con Edison floor, I'm connected to a high power. Bright lights to make your whole city light up. A trillion white light bulb when I'm in the nightclub. I just landed in that G450, caught the Mayweather fight, cause the satellite was crispy. Y'all can miss me with the money talk The smart money's on hold, fuck what the dummies talk Uh, I don't do too much blogging I just run a town, I don't do too much jogging uh, I ain't got a scar yet Cause you fucking around with me and my dogs is far-fetched Drake, here's how they gon' come at you With silly rap fees trying to distract you In disguise in the form of a favor The bar seeing me, watch for the traitors Uh, I done seen it all, turn it off Why none of these dumb dumbs could turn them off? The summer's off.